You're listening to the Opie and Anthony channel on Sirius XM. The Ron and Fez show starts. Come on. Now! It's the Ron and Fez Show on Tuesday, August 20, 2013. Uh, if you are like anyone else in the country today, you were just blown away by Regis's and the crowd went wild last night. Regis is back in a big, big way. Say goodbye to Around the Horn. Uh, say goodbye to PTI. It's over. It's done. Chris, you get a chance to say it? I did not see the crowd goes wild. I'm still waiting for Time Warner to set my cable. Too bad. Fezzy, say it. I did not see this. That's my gang. 
We're up to date on everything that happens in popular culture. Uh, it was um, like watching a train wreck with a nice little old gentleman driving the train. It, it certainly isn't Regis's fault. He's got six people on the show look like they've never been on TV before. And Regis. Uh, he's 81. Does 81 he, years young, I like to say. Does he know a lot about the sports? Oh, he knows phenomenal about sports. He's a big Notre Dame and Yankees fan. All right, good. All right. Um, That's good base. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Regis is never going to be the problem. Regis is the most professional person uh, in the history of television. But you can't surround him by this fucking show. I don't know why they think to have a better show it needs to be shinier and more and more people. Just packed full with people. Why don't you fucking let Regis Feldman breathe a little bit? Um, people are coming for the reach. Yes, they are. All right, uh, everybody, uh, a little later on. Is today the day that we say goodbye to our little Molly? Is this it for her? No, she's got two more days. What have you got planned? Like the most fantastic goodbye ever? Is she actually getting on a ship? We well, we're gonna we're gonna put her in a cab over to the water. Well, why don't we go in the cab with her? We'll go to the water and we'll, we'll wave to her. She gets off the gangplank. Okay. Yeah, and then it's a bon voyage. You're shipping up to Boston, young lady. All right, I like that idea. <laughs> Tie in your favorite band with it. Oh hell yeah! I know she loves to dropkick Murphys, or she will on Thursday. Speaking of dropkicking, I saw up on the sign Lex Luthor coming in here. Is that the total package? Is it Lex Luger, or is it somebody else? I don't know. It's somebody else. Because if the total package comes into this building, this will be fucking madness. I saw him um, give that elbow to Yokozuna on the Intrepid, on the deck of the Intrepid. That was very exciting. I remember that. That was a very patriotic day. Loved it. Um, we brought this up yesterday, but if you are a big star, never come into this building twice. The first time a big star comes in this building, madness. Second time, they might as well be a producer of an I, overnight show. I think I saw Bruce Springsteen just having a cup of coffee in the break room. You never get a you never get a nice big second pop. The first time, everybody in the building goes nuts. They have no it's it's, it's Pokemon. Well, we get used to you. Yeah. Now we're used to you. Oh, I've seen you before. Even when Will Smith, the first, when Will Smith just came in, he wasn't doing any shows. Madness. It was like holy shit, Will Smith's here. Then he comes in to do like a town hall. It's like, guys, uh, town nah, hall. Will Smith. Again with the fucking Will Smith. <laughs> hey, Will, there's a fucking line, dude. I guess your kid's here with you. I do have to put him in the system. <laughs> Is he, yeah, he? You're not put in the system the second time. You have to call up. <laughs> do you even have ID? Because you're not going to be allowed up here without it. And it's the same thing if you're starting a radio show here. Your first day, there'll be food and cocktails, and sales will come up to meet you. Uh, uh, the second day, it's like, um, yeah, we're going to bump you from your studio. What? This is my second day here. Yeah, we found out that Will Wheaton wants to do something. Wesley Crusher? I know the internet loves him, but Jesus Christ. A little bit of, uh, well, not a little bit. It's very sad news. But a life uh, well lived. Uh, Hicks, one of your... You said one of the few people that you would actually read that did not have unicorns and dragons. Yeah, this was actually based in reality. I'll let you do it then. Mr. Um, 
legendary American crime novelist, Mr. Elmore Leonard, has passed away uh, this morning. The number of movies that came out of his books is just phenomenal. Now, you say legendary crime uh, novelist. You know, before that, he used to just write westerns for, like, the first half of his career. Until westerns stopped being big. So up to, like, the mid-1960s, late 60s, he was just churning out one western after another that they were turning into movies. And then they were like, uh, westerns are done. And he started writing, and it's not true crime that he, he did not write true crime. He wrote fiction. He wrote it fast. He wrote it furious, and just kept pumping them out one after another. He was at the when you know, he had a stroke earlier in the month. At the at that time, he was working on his forty sixth novel. He banged out forty six novels over the course. We well, got to do some catching up, dude. <laughs> yeah, get rid get rid get rid of that typewriter and get myself a desktop PC. I don't like it. I don't like that. I like a typewriter. I like when you sit and just and I don't even want electric. Just an old manual typewriter that you're banging away with and you're breaking fingers so difficult to type with uh what's your big story today uh I, this is something that i um i love actually budweiser is number fucking one in referenced alcohols and er visits they looked at alcohol related emergency room visits yeah and they asked people like what happened what were you drinking and budweiser is the most popular Beer of people. Well, first of all, I never, I never knew that they tied brands into accidents and stuff like that. Me neither. So they have like a list of all the top fucking five alcohols listed in the in, a, in a emergency room visits. But it isn't Budweiser by far the number one beer? So would make sense. Number one amount of you know. But then number two, like number, it's number one by far. Like it destroys yeah. everything else. Then number two is Steel Reserve, the dirty. Fucking high gravity malt liquor, which makes no sense. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, they said, oh, yeah, it's mo it's mostly men who yeah. are going in for alcohol related, and African American was also part of the statistic. <laughs> All right, what's third? Third is Bud Light. Okay. Fourth is Colt 45. Again. And fifth is Bud Ice. <laughs> All right, uh, so one, twos, and threes are all nice buds. And the Budweiser is dominating this entire fucking uh, area. And then the other beverages are considered inner city. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I fucking used, I've drank enough Colt 45 in my day. I don't know if you could, you know, normally blame the brand, though. I mean, to me, if you just said there was alcohol-related accidents, I would say, yeah, of course. I don't know if you'd be like, you know what? Safety first, it's a Michelob night. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't want to get crazy, so just give me a course. I'm going to keep my shit together. I know one thing. I think uh, we love trying to tie everything together with numbers now and graphs and trying to make sense out of it. Yeah, it's it's just fucking nonstop pie charts and Venn diagrams. When Red Bull first like really blew up in America, everyone was saying vodka Red Bulls turn people into violent animals, and they just you know, people just want to fucking kill each other. But again, at the time, Red Bull was the only energy drink. Yeah. Like, really, are we saying bud drinkers are less responsible than Miller High Life drinkers? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I don't know if you could say that in the study. I think you would just have to say beer drinkers. 
but Budweiser is dominating the entire list. Yeah, but they're also uh, dominating sales. That's what you you refuse to take into account. They are by far the biggest seller. Uh, Ray, you're on the Run of Fest show. How are you doing today, guys? Yeah. Uh, Budweiser, I believe, by far, like you say, worldwide is 51% share of all beer sold. So that uh, would make sense that they're number one. In and, the that, and that's even with all the new microbreweries and everything and all the worldwide beers. Thanks, guys. Yeah, there's, there's three microbreweries in my neighborhood. In my neighborhood. Stop trying to have feedback about it. <laughs> um, it's no big deal, really. <laughs> neighborhood, neighborhood. Don't get all fucking Pink Floyd on me. Um, yeah, I, I think you would have to change it to like per beer sold if we were really to look at a responsibility thing. Right. I just don't think that you can look at somebody that sells fifty-one percent of the beer. And then go, what a shocker, they're responsible for 51% of the slip and falls. I, I think this is a pretty shoddy story, Mr. Stanley. No, this is strong. Here's Stephen in Virginia Beach. Hey, Ron, to your point about um, Budweiser being number one, if you're out on a golf course and you're finding lost golf balls, three out of five are going to be Titleist because that's the number one golf ball sold. It doesn't mean that Titleist gets lost more. Or it doesn't mean the Titleist is a crap ball and you hit it crooked. It just means there's more of them. You're not looking into the logic of what this gentleman is telling you, Chris. Okay. Your story, yeah. shoddy and filled with holes. The Titleist metaphor should have worked for you. I, I'm not a golf guy. I I don't play. You don't have once. to. You don't have to be. Yeah. All you have to look at is the amount of any product out there. And then, are you going to hear more positive and negative things about that fucking product? Like, I'm sure you could probably say that there were more walkouts uh, on Iron Man. More people who said, I don't want to see Iron Man. No. I, th this movie stinks. I'm walking out. Then you probably could Woody Allen's new film... But is that per screen, per, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not Because one down. gets massively more people showing up. And you've taken one little small part of this and then started screaming from a tower, I've got the biggest story of the year. Um, here's Mike. Mike, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, I was just curious if it has to do with the fact that there's a lot of buds sold at baseball games, concerts, you know, a lot of live events. You know, they have the big... Uh, the, the big tie-in with Bud. Yeah, you're drinking a $15 Bud. That's the worst well, thing Well, yeah, ever. I mean, it's not cheap. Out of a paper cup. <laughs> Keeps nice and cold. The, uh, Seriously, anyone who can get drunk at a concert must be wealthy. Yeah. I don't think... Well, I guess I've snuck alcohol in the baseball games, but I went to the end game. I was sober when I left. You weren't going to pay those fucking prices. It's $15 for a single fucking drink. Like a... Yeah. Whiskey in the Rocks. It's a single for 15 bucks. By the way, it's pretty close to that Midtown, too. Like, if you go to that bar in this building, oh, Jesus. you're pretty close to 15 bucks a cocktail. Yeah, that place is hoity-toity. I'm always telling people when they're going, oh, that restaurant's too expensive. I go, if you don't drink, it's half the price. Since I gave, gave up alcohol, uh, my dinners are much cheaper. Because you sit around and you're trying to enjoy yourself, having some drinks, ordering wine... And they gut you for that. 
There's no reason that it should be that expensive, but they got you for it. Um, here is uh, Otto in Boston. You're on the Ron Fez show. Uh, hey, um, I just uh, finished a book about Anheuser-Busch. Sounds and, like uh, Budweiser was passed by both Coors Light and Bud Light in number of uh, you know units sold or whatever. So there's that. Well, can anyone even get drunk on Bud Light? Is that possible? I think it takes a while. Yeah. 40 of them. <laughs> the fuck? Light beer. That's garbage. That's just, that's, it feels like light beer is just propaganda. Well, when did they start making it? For women? I think, yeah. It had, had to have been. Because it was in the, like, a lot of guys order fucking light beer now. Oh, no. And, every, everyone I know only, only fucking drinks Coors, Coors and Bud Light, pretty much, across the board. And then what do they do? They fucking go to cheerleading practice? <laughs> Is it fucking hot in here? Uh, I yeah, dropped, very much. I, I dropped it, but I don't know if it's working. What happened? That vent is a fucking nightmare is what that is. It makes Shelby cold, but I feel I'm fucking sweating right now. Shelby's in the nice fucking breezy seat. Yeah. Yeah, I guess light beer started in the 70s, I guess. I don't know. It seems like you, you're putting this information together haphazardly. Oh, it's strong. Uh, we uh, talked about this yesterday. Later this week, we're going to start our our football leagues. That's very exciting. I love it. I've been asked to join a new fantasy league, too. Um, Why don't you do our league? We should all do it together. Well, because of what happened last year. But Shrekalov has offered me the opportunity to join her rogue league. You're not going to take it, are you? She, Yeah. Uh, here's the bad thing. She has to kick out somebody <laughs> that she's fond of, and she hasn't decided which one. No, don't don't join the rogue league. Don't do it. Let's. Why don't we? Why don't we? Are you saying just take it easy? Have a nice Sunday. Not checking on computer screens. Honestly, it will be a nicer Sunday because with fantasy football, it's turns me into a fucking angry, mean person for really no reason. Particularly after I gave you the number one team last year. And you shat it. <laughs> Listen, I should have picked up Russell Wilson when I picked up Kaepernick. In hindsight is... I fucked it up. Maybe fantasy just ruins things. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. Staring at a goddamn phone. Not even at the fucking... Screaming because some fucking <laughs> tight... Some tight end or a fullback took away the score from your halfback, who just ran for eighty-seven yards. Don't throw it! Don't no, throw it too. It's 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 heartbreaking. Well, we'll be out of it this year. I'll be in the rogue league, and I won't even bring it up on the air. You won't even know I'm in it. Oh come on! You'll just see me frustrated and or happy. Come on, this. I want to get Big Fez Watley in the show today. You're being very quiet, Fez. What's going on? Something wrong? No, nothing's wrong. Did no. you see something? Did you hear something? Did something make you sad? Did something make you scared? You just want to take the first 20 off? You didn't have any opinions about the beer scene? Chris Stanley on your nerves again? Chris Stanley anti-gay? <laughs> Am I going to keep talking and you're not going to re uh, repeat to me? You know who I, I, I want to talk to? Send a little Molly in. Molly, come on. Send the young Molly in it's because... 
We only have a little bit of time left with her. I can't stand the thought of that. And then she's gone forever. Oh boy, I thought we were getting rid of that song. Come on in, Molly. Hello, gentlemen. I like that. We're gentlemen now. I'm not. <laughs> Ms. Ron Bennington, sure. Me, no. I know. I know I'm a scumbag. Why ramble? This had nothing to do with me. She just said, hello, gentlemen. It was just a nice little thing. Uh, Molly, this is uh, your Dessert with Love week. We're not even going to see you anymore. I know. I have. This is my second to last day. <sighs> Jesus, I feel, this semester went so quick. Well, we could drop her off. And then also, I went, Chris, you and I to go up there later for a take back the night uh, that they're doing so that she's free to walk from her dorm to the library okay thanks how many rapes per semester i don't know well i guess they go unreported because <laughs> these women haven't taken back tonight they're afraid to, to speak up i thought it was only date rapes people don't report i thought they all report regular rapes a violent rape i thought date rape got lumped in with the regular rape of a to take back tonight i don't know because i would say yeah, a lot of women probably haven't brought up date rapes, but most have brought up real rapes. Now, there is a uh, story on the iBang about this girl at 24 years old uh, admitted that when she was nine, her father got uh, her mother got her to lie about her dad molesting her. Oh, and yes. now she wants to set the record straight. It's very messed up. She, her mother was addicted to drugs and was. Um, Who's isn't? Am I right, Chris? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what happened? And, you just got her to talk crazy. Yeah, and for whatever reason, she was just like high on drugs and wanted the daughter to uh, say that the father had molested her. Right. And um, there's probably some breakup between the two of them. Yeah, I guess it was a conflict between the parents and the girl ended up doing it because her mother threatened to beat her if she didn't do it. And uh, it went so far that the dad ended up going to jail. Mm. And now I think it's something like how many years later, like 16 years later or something yeah. like that, that she's coming out and saying that that the allegations against her father were false and that she wants to right the wrongs. And, and she said that she went to go talk to her dad in jail and that he had forgiven her. Why wouldn't he? It's her dad. I just thought that was really, like, kind of nice that he didn't yes. harbor any ill will toward her. If I was that girl's father, I would. What happened? Uh huh. So, what are you saying? And you expect uh, to be able to keep your job if you do that? Well, yeah. You, and you think that that's going to be okay with us? You're stealing money from us. Do you understand that? When you clock out, you steal money from me and you steal money from my family. Do you understand that? No. I do not fucking work so you can clock out. Who who is this? Oh, Steve, you you have the wrong number. Yeah, yeah, you have the wrong number. Oh no, it's no big deal. You can clock out anytime you want. All right, see you, Steve.
<laughs> he was just shitting his pants. <laughs> so confused. <laughs> but that shit's gonna go back up inside. He had to clock out early so that he could. Uh, he says, "But I clocked out." <laughs> You're stealing money from me. I wonder where he worked. Um, all right, someone just wrote this in. How come you don't talk that way to Fez? That could be my daily conversation. Oh, yeah, so this story that came up, uh, I noticed people in the eye bang are going, aha! Uh -huh! But really, more little girls keep it quiet about what happened to them, not made up a lie. Yeah, this is just one example where... They went in the other direction. Where a girl was coerced, you know, threatened with physical violence to lie about rape. I don't think that... But see, no one is, like, kind of relating with her because, you know, men just relate to a man being in trouble. And it's always Kafka. It always goes back to that thing of, I didn't do it. I'm not even sure why I'm accused. And this is happening to me, and I can't get out of it. Ugh. Uh, this poor like bastard. poor Steve just went through when yeah. he wanted to just tell me that he clocked out. And it was like it, it took him to 11.30 before he could even make the fucking call. How do people dial wrong numbers in 2013? I never even dialed this phone. If you're not already locked into this phone, you don't exist to me. Even on a website, if you like look something up on your phone, yeah. any phone number in a web page, you just touch it. And it calls it. You don't even have to fucking type the fucking numbers. You should be in. selling phones on TV, dude. I tell you that time and time again. Check this out. You don't even have to dial shit. You just tap it against your own head and all the information. <laughs> um, this is Charlie in the box. Ronnie B. Yeah. Can we first say that the Titleist theory is now the greatest theory I've ever heard in my life? Yeah, the Titleist theory. It's the first thing that woke kicks up. Right. Um, yeah. The other thing is about the Budweiser and the hospital rooms. I don't think uh, any beer has ever put somebody in the emergency room. I think it's always shots. Somebody says, let's do shots, and that's where all the trouble starts. Well, a lot of the trouble will start at shots. Uh, you can get pretty hammered on just beers, though. If you drink fucking beer if all If you drink like long. a male. <laughs> you drink like fucking a 30-pack of Budweiser over the course of a day, you're going to be drunk. But don't you think if you're just drinking beer, it's impossible to throw up? I've, it has I've, to be a mixture. Well, I did funnel a beer once, and then that, uh, then I puked it back up. I think that's just gas. <laughs> Pro yeah, that's, that's what I that's what I to I'm going to put this on. down on your report <laughs> that we hang as gas. Good. I need an asterisk on that. You know what I like about Steve? He never fucking gave up, though. He fucking hang on. Hey, I, I had to go. I mean, the, the doctor closes at four. <laughs> I had to get these test results back. I do like that about Steve. Yeah, Steve's fucking great. <laughs> I wish you would have done a show with Steve and not Joe. <laughs> it's not too late. You still have two days. Just crank out one last show. Maybe you can put it in the Friday show if you want, Hicks. Good have you locked in Friday yet? Uh, no, still open. We should probably also, um, you know, put that interview in from the RBI page. Yeah. With Mr. Leonard. Mr. Leonard. Godspeed, sir. Um, Kellen, you're on the Ronnie Fez show. Hey, what's going on, Ronnie? Yeah. Hey, 
Pepper. I got a I got a simple simple way to explain this Budweiser thing for you, man. Uh, he's right. that dense. It still takes <laughs> no. even after understanding it, he still needs to have it explained. To I him. got the Titleist theory here. <laughs> well, what's what's your what's your fucking spiel? <laughs> the deal is the statistic that I just found out is that Trojan condoms are the number one condom found clogging the toilets of gay bars across the United States. Okay. Just because you wear a Trojan doesn't mean you're going to catch gay. It sounds like you're going to catch gay. I think you just made the opposite point, sir. And who wears condoms this day and age? Gays, hopefully. <laughs> I think that would be the, the last. We want to keep the 80s way in the past. But even the gay stuff doesn't pull them out today. Something's going on with Fez. Might have to take... You know what? I'm going to have Shelby take him for a walk around the building. Do you want? No, yeah, I think that could. You, you want to take your Shelby walk, Fez? Oh no, I think you I'm good. Shelby take your Shelby walk. Come on, it'd be fun. <laughs> Time for your Shelby walk, isn't it? It's a Shelby walk. Uh, at eleven thirty every day, I take my Shelby walk. <laughs> Gets the juices flowing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting, Shelby. You're disgusting. Yeah. That's what Shelby likes to do. Oh God. He likes to work that thing over. God. Mm hmm. CJ, what's up, Siege? Yeah, I was just uh, hearing that that guy said that uh, Budweiser had a 51% share in the market. Uh, it's 9.1%. I couldn't understand you because you're in a wind tunnel. <laughs> but fucking sure storm chasers fucking calling in. Come on, man. That's uh, what happened in Oklahoma. Get the hell out of there. Luckily, we, you know, and I'm, I'm fucking knocking on Formica. We haven't had a lot of those tornadoes and stuff in, uh, for the rest of the summer. You know, I, I, I did this little study in my own mind. Okay. We haven't had a thunder shower in New York City all year. We've had rain, but we haven't had that ass drops out of the sky, crackling lightning, roaring thunder. Hasn't existed this year. Hmm. I think we're due. And the last two hurricanes that hit New York were in like early September. Okay, a hurricane is not a thunder shower. <laughs> I'm just talking about a normal, harmless thunder shower that you normally get a dozen to two dozen of every summer. We haven't had one. I would have expected it after the heat wave, right before the normal weather wave. We're having a heat wave. Actually, this August is not even normal weather. It's been just perfect. Yeah. Today's going to be a little warmer. I love it. What do you love? Warmer? Fucking, no, I love it that it hasn't been fucking ridiculously humid or hot most days. In okay. <laughs> do you need a Shelby walk? No, I... <laughs> I like to be nice and stationary. <laughs> okay. Because I might have Shelby just go up and pick people up from different offices <laughs> and take them around like when you see a dog walker with two dozen dogs. You seem stressed out. Come for a Shelby walk. When those guys go by, I always say to them, do um, you have a light? And then they're like, no, I got all these dogs. And then we have a good laugh together. <laughs> well, one day they just let the dogs fucking go and just start smoking. <sighs> that happens. All fucking hell breaks loose in this city. Wild dogs in the fucking street, literally. Wild. Yeah, they're wild. These th those dogs are gonna go fucking. As soon as you let go of their lease, they're wild. Yeah. They'll start attacking children, just ripping babies out of strollers. It amazes me when you oh, see a shit. dog walker with like five <laughs> dogs that they end up with five dogs that all get along. You would think there would be dog walking fights constantly. When you get that many leashes on one arm. Hmm? Well, you see them get tangled up. Like, sometimes the dogs run around. That's always a good scene in a rom-com. Just back them up. 
to say that's that's true. Dog walkers have it easy. Fucking freeloading dog walkers. Why? That's a good. It's a, a good position to have for yourself. I like twenty bucks a dog. How do you know that every dog shit? <laughs> they have to have some sort of. I wouldn't want my dog. Yeah, I wouldn't like to see my dog in the middle of a fucking uh, uh, a goddamn sharknado of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I like this dog needs to be treated. Looks special. And these guys are cleaning up all the shit of all these dogs. Yeah. If I was dog walker, this shit would be everywhere. You'd be it, fucking fine, and it wouldn't even be worth it to dog walk. I gotta rethink this dog walking thing. Yeah, you better. By the way, uh, last night I had a dream that I had a parking ticket. I know you're doing on something on dreams today, I am, yeah, Molly. So you might want to look into what does it mean if you get a parking ticket. Okay, I'll look. At, I'll look into it. I was fucking pissed in my dream. It's okay though. No parking ticket. You woke up. I fucking constantly yeah. dream about fucking dying. It's it's fucking weird. Let me look that up here. Yeah. That means you're gonna die. <laughs> if you dream about dying, just in weird, violent fucking ways. In my dreams, I'm dying. Um. I don't know what that means. And also dream. going to prison, or like, or it's something like a, like a hit and run. I, what I dream where I was in a hit and run, and like I obviously killed the person. I got the fuck out of there. They're always holy shit. I'm gonna go to fucking prison for the rest of my fucking. I've life. had that dream. I've had dreams that I've killed people, oh. uh, and I need to get out. And when I wake up, I'm like, oh good, I was a dream. But still, I don't fucking make sure it's all a dream. <laughs> Go, the going to prison thing really fucking freaks me out. Just uh, it's that's over now. That's it. Done. That's probably just your guilty conscience. Now, Molly, have you always been um, curious about dreams? Have always been a big thing for you? Yes, I have. Because when I was a kid, I used to dream in black and white. I thought everyone dreamed in black and white, and then, like slowly but surely, I started to dream in color. Somewhere <laughs> over the rainbow. Yeah, I, I'm looking this up. When you dream in black and white, you're dull. That's it. Bland. But now, in your black and white dreams, did everybody talk like this? Hey, Molly, how are you? <laughs> How's everything going today? G. <laughs> yes. That, by the way, that G was perfect. Thanks. I wish you would have went with it a little more, but the G itself was done in 1930s vernacular. Thanks. Everyone was wearing newsboy caps. There were... Extra, read all about it. <laughs> Lindbergh landed. It's a depression. You're living in a Hooverville. <laughs> Hooville. I've never heard of people who dream in black and white. Other uh, than Woody Allen during the <laughs> late 70s. I met like one or two other people who, who dreamt in black and white. And I think people either grow into it or grow out of it. I don't think people dream in black and white. But is it a sign that something horrible happened to you? No. No. Some kind of depression? I didn't even notice that I dreamed in black and white until like someone was talking about how they dreamed in color. Not only do I dream in color, I dream in too much color. It's a little... It's saturated? Yeah, it's a little fucking Andy Warhol... What dreams may come? Is that... Fucking pop art. <laughs> scary. Yeah, it's very, very explosive. I've always dreamt in color. Always. Fucking nightmares in color. It's terrible. Did you say coloreds? No, no, no. Color. <laughs> okay, because that would have been a really racist dream. Um, 
So you've got some stuff up. This is up on the iBang uh, right now as Dream On. What's the whole title? Dream On. What do you dream? Now, Chris, you dream of dying. Dying and incarceration. Now, do you actually get incarcerated, or are you worried you're going to be caught? Um, Both. And I even worried that I'm going to get caught, like, knowing, all right, it's over now. Like, I just committed this thing. There's no way I'm but not But nobody gonna... has you. You're not in cops. No, 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 no not It's in right before. Yeah. Because had... I, I get that. Okay. I get the thing of, I've committed a crime that I can't get out of. Murder, normally. Yeah. And fuck. And then I wake up. I don't dream that I'm in the courtroom or anything has happened from that point. I've had that, too, where I, I'm in. It's like I'm at court and they're putting me away for 40 years or something or life. And then I and then I'm like in the prison. And then once I'm in the prison, I come out of it. You know what? I forgot all about this. I used to read the like all kids do the, the Carlos Castaneda Don Juan books, right? About tripping and living in the desert and fucking Mexicans and all that kind of shit. So <laughs> the um, one thing I took out of the dream that I used to do all the time was if you're dreaming, you kind of know like, oh, this must be a dream. You look at your hand and if you start to focus on your hand, you'll try to. And at that point on, you have control of your dream and you just start flying. That's ridiculous. Now, I used to do that all the time. And now I just go straight into fucking flying. Straight lucid fucking dreaming. Yeah, lucid yeah. dream. It's the best that you can do. I feel whenever I, I realize it, it I can't I can't hold on to it. Just say to yourself, I'm staying here for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I this is to. my world. Yeah, I do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. As long as you have a little bit of confidence with that, you can stay. But you'd be surprised how bored you get of just flying around <laughs> no dream world. Yeah. Yeah. When you fly in your dream, do you soar? Because yeah. I, when I fly in my dream, I like float around the city. Like a balloon? Yeah, more like hovering. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> just start going, I'm going to fly fast. Like uh, a superpower is not floating. He floats. He's observing. You want to fly like fucking Superman. You want to be dashing around. Right, what, what does the flying dream mean? Um, yeah, well, on the iBank, you can check out there are um, like five of the, some of the most common dream themes. And people say that flying, um, th and this surprised me, has something to do with uh, like confidence in sexual ability. So, like, if you're flying... So what would floating <laughs> mean? Holy shit! Well, that's what would bouncing it's off kind the of ground funny and that, up again? But that, uh, like, if, you, if you're flying, uh, or if you're trying to fly, then it's supposed to mean that you, you're overconfident sexually? Sure. And if you're flying, like, and, you know, succeeding in flight, then it's supposed to mean that the confidence that you have in, in your sexual prowess is accurate. But, see, here's the thing. If I'm looking at my hand, is that a masturbation bit that I got <laughs> it, though? But I got that out of one of those. Did you ever read the Don Juan? No. Fucking Carlos Castaneda eating peyote books? I thought all kids did. No, I never read them. Yeah, they were very popular... They're still around in every fucking bookstore. Basically, this guy goes into the desert. He finds a wise man who oh, cool. fucking trips with and teaches him stuff. Uh, so what does floating mean sexually? I guess it would mean, it, like, well, it's, it's supposed to be more about the feeling that's associated with flight. Like, if you feel like 
you're trying to fly and are not succeeding, that's like supposed to represent one thing about your sexuality. But I guess if you're floating and that's what you're trying to do or you wish that you could fly, which one is it? No, it's getting off the ground, but I guess not finishing into the full flight. Uh, Lady Trucker understands this. Go ahead, Lady Trucker. Hey, Fezzy, uh, what characters do you float by in the Macy's Day Parade? He's, he's normally dressed as underdog, and he's floating. Um, here's... Um, Here's Jody. You're on the run. Cody, you're on the run of Fed show. Hey, Ronnie, what's up? Yeah. Uh, I heard y'all talking about the different ways you fly in a dream. When I fly in a dream, it's completely different than that. I have to get like a running start, and then I have to flap my arms real hard, and I can only control going up. I'm always <laughs> falling back down at a high rate. It's very. I, I, I wouldn't. I would just wake up if I had to flap my fucking arms in my dream. That's <laughs> not flying. Almost. That's fucking ridiculous. That's that's being a fucking bad bird. It's calisthenics. It's fucking working out. <laughs> uh, now, these are the most common dreams. Well, these are some of the most common. I didn't want to just pick, like, the top five or whatever. Mm -hmm. I went into the ones that I thought were most interesting. Okay. So, so may, you made your own call there. I did. I made my own call. The most popular, and this is actually true, is the dream of being chased. And this one seems to be sort of self-explanatory self that in waking life, a person who has a dream about being chased is dreading something, is uh, aware of like some kind of threat that they're trying to avoid. See, I have just the opposite thing. I've had this since I was a kid. I run at the thing. Whatever it is, I get very fucking weirded out, and I just run at it like a fucking maniac. And sometimes I'm chasing whatever the bad person is. And then that always made me wonder, am I chasing other people through their dreams? Is some person just having oh a dream, gosh. and I'm chasing them through? It was you! Ah! Whoa! Fucking scary. Now, so uh, that this means you're afraid of dealing with your own problems. Yeah, that you're avoiding something or dreading some kind of event or something. Um, but I just want to talk about, like, just before I go through these, just a little bit about like the process of dreaming in general, because okay. I think it's pretty interesting that there are a few main schools of thought about dreaming. The first is that, well. Most schools agree on the fact that dreaming happens during REM sleep, which is one of five stages Great band. of sleep. And uh, you know, a lot of people now fucking run them down. But a huge breakthrough with Murmur. Totally. As you don't dream all night, correct? No. No, you don't dream all night, but most people dream every night, even if you don't remember it. So it's happening during REM sleep, and uh, some people interpret dreaming just as like random neural firings just happening yeah. in your brain, and then once you wake up, you try and piece them together as some kind of story. Other people interpret dreams as being related to something that you've seen during the day or something that you've thought about, and then other people um, determine dreams to be a connection to the subconscious mind that's like sort of a freudian idea that you have these repressed emotions that are being um revealed through your dreams see i think most of that is more young than even freud where he would take dreams real serious and i remember reading this thing where a woman said uh i dreamt she goes in my dream i was on the moon and he's like really and he fucking takes her over and he has this like moon globe right he's like where where were you? He starts to look around the globe. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. Okay. I see where he's at. She went there. <laughs> 
But yeah, either way, either way, whichever school of thought you believe in, I think that's something interesting to think about is um, like the function that dreams serve biologically. Basically, it's supposed to be that um, like dreams are almost like practice for real life for your brain. That if, if I think real ex- life is practice for dreams, <laughs> really. Now, here's the weird thing: do babies dream? Yes, because they have those little eyes. You see their little eyes. Like doing the REM sleep thing? Yeah. And they're babies. Like, what are they fucking dreaming of? Laying somewhere? Oh, I had this dream that I was laying there sucking the tits. <laughs> yeah. Same thing as you were doing all day. It's not even really about the occurrences that are going on in dreams that make it practice. It's more about the emotions that you're experiencing. Because when you experience anger in a dream, the synapses in your brain that are responsible for the emotion of anger are strengthened so that when you're awake you're better able to deal with like a stressful situation involving anger so it's like um like a biological advantage for people to have emotionally vivid dreams Mm. it's a good thing yeah see it seems just the opposite seems like it's taken up a lot of your emotional life well people that don't have dreams or don't have rem sleep like people who don't sleep enough tend to be worse at uh, regulating their emotions because their synapses are understimulated basically because they And then they start being overly emotional in real life. Overly emotional or just unable to deal with stress. Holy shit. Mm. Looks like somebody's not getting enough sleep around here. Floaty. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like floaty better try to get a little more float sleep. Animals dream, right? Like dogs, dogs dream. Yeah. That's when they're hunting rabbits. That's crazy. That's what they always say. He's chasing rabbits. <laughs> like, shut up. Has what, more going on in his life. I'm sure the dog also dreams of, like ripping people's throats out, fucking going to dog prison. Jesus, everything <laughs> got to come back to you, dude. I mean, it's odd how you need to stand in the middle of everything. I don't have to. <laughs> You know, you remind me of Steve. Just clock out early. <laughs> no, I don't even have a time card. We're getting those. I kind of like that, though. Just clock in. You never worked at a place where you did? I worked at one place that did. Oh. They got raided by the FBI later on after I quit. Oh, uh, kid porn? <laughs> no, it was not a kidney porn ring. Okay. It was a crooked company. Did they walk a crooked mile? No. Could this be about Molly, please, yes. and not you yeah. and whatever fucking weird job you had? Cricket company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's just like a basic summary about us, the school of thought surrounding dreams. I'm not an expert. I just have an interest in this. No, you have a, you're a gigantic expert. <laughs> um, John, you're on the Ron Fez show. John. Strong Island once, twice. You're out. Um, Frankie, you're on the Ronnie Fez show. Hey, Ronnie Bing. Yeah. Uh, I love the dreams that you have where, where like, you, you act them out in your sleep. Like, if you had a dream about mountain climbing, and, and, and like, my wife has told me, you know, what the hell were you dreaming about last night? And, and she says, like, you were acting stuff out. And you wake up in the morning, your freaking legs are cramping, because that's it, you climbed Everest. Now, I've talked in my dreams before, but I don't think I've climbed in my dreams before. I don't think I've gotten up and started doing stuff. I've fought people in dreams. Isn't it hard to swing, though? Yeah. 
Here's my thing. If you get in a fight in a dream, do not box. You go in, grab at the throat, headbutt, headbutt, stay in. And a lot of people don't do this, but they'll love biting in your dream. And you'll fucking win every fight. You will overpower them. You won't get pushed over in your dream. But if you're trying to punch, you're just doing that slow yes. thing. Which makes me think that you really are trying to use your arms. Yeah, this this can be explained with science. Science! It's, uh, I also have dreams where I can't move or fight, and it's so frustrating. Like, I'm trying to run, and I can't run, or I'm trying to punch someone in my fist. It just feels like it's going through, like, peanut butter or something. And um, why that happens is because during REM sleep, um, your body doesn't produce as many um, neurotransmitters that are responsible for, um, like, motor neurons. Mm -hmm. So... The two, the two big ones are serotonin and noradrenaline that your body doesn't produce when you're sleeping. So your muscles are so relaxed that you're basically in a state of physical paralysis. You cannot move. So that's why I think it's... I don't like the idea of that, though. <laughs> I don't like to know that I'm paralyzed every night. It's only during, during REM sleep. So when that man is having dreams that he's climbing Mount Everest and he's actually doing it, he must be on the tail end of his REM sleep because his he's body... He's probably not a very good sleeper. Yeah, he's probably not a very good sleeper. Now I've had dreams when I'm, I'm we're the show we're doing the show and I'm running bored mm -hmm. and I can't move to hit some spot or whatever. It's the radio dream. Yeah, it's it's the radio up. dream was always so fucked. The up. song is running out and you yeah. can't get to it. Uh -huh. Yeah, come yeah, back that's from break. that's the number one radio dream. Really? That everybody has. Yeah, there's always people like. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, it's literally it. Yeah. Now, I, when I did night auditing, uh, I would dream that I could not get balanced. And then, you know what I mean? Like, my fucking numbers. I'm like, fuck, fuck, I can't fucking balance this. And then I would wake up and have to go do that. I'm like, I'm never getting a break on this shitty fucking job. I'm out of balance here and there. Yeah, the radio dream is very, very uh, common to people, and it's always the same thing. They don't have the next thing queued up. They <laughs> fucked up bad. So fucked up. This is a fucked up dream. It is. It's awful. Um, here's uh, Ryan. You're on the Ron Fez show. Hold on a second, Ron. I got to put down the scalp massager. Strange. Okay. So uh, um, a couple of, about ten years ago, I helped uh, an astronaut. He was a space shuttle pilot. Uh, move to Arizona. We got three radio shows. So <laughs> everybody's <know>. great. <laughs> well, and, anyways, he uh, on the first day he said to me, he said, um, "You can ask me uh, one question <clears throat> about space today, and if it's a question no one's ever asked me before, tomorrow you can ask a second one." A jerk off. So, yeah, he was a jerk, man, and. Uh, Okay. And uh, he, uh, so I asked him at the end of the day, I said, well, <clears throat> what did you dream about in space? And he said, and he stopped and he said, no one's ever asked me that question. Even NASA never asked me that question. I didn't dream about anything. I think it was because I was too tired. You know, I thought that was kind of interesting. I wonder if it felt like it's a gravity thing. Thing, you know, I mean, and I'm surprised that no one ever asked them about it. You know, They say in space, nobody can hear you dream. I remember that from the <laughs> alien movies. Good movie. Yeah. Scream. I, I do <laughs> like this premise that you can't dream in space. It's more likely that he was dreaming and couldn't remember. I don't know. That's got to be a shock to just even wake up in space, maybe forgetting that you're in outer space. Yeah. And then realizing, oh, God, I'm above the earth. 
I still think the waking up next to a fat girl is worse. <laughs> There's been plenty of times I wish I woke up in a fucking spaceship. Um, look who it is. It's the blowhard. You know, I still have dreams in black and white, and it's not because I have a black and white television, which I don't. <laughs> but it just seems Your memories that, are in black and white. Yeah, well, okay, I got the zenith here. Um, I have these nightmares. It's only when I have a nightmare that it's in black and white, and like, I see a lot of people in my life who died, whether it's from my childhood or just people who passed away. The dreams are normally nightmarish, and they're black and white, like vividly black and white, you know, very uh, gray. And But I had a dream. Like that, a Hitchcock dream. Exactly. But I had a dream recently, and I thought maybe it was an idea for radio. I had a dream that I walked into this warehouse, and it was this big, dark warehouse, and you were there with a tuxedo on. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, what the hell is going on? And you said, man, we got it down right now. It's the newest thing. It's called Nightclub Radio. And Earl was playing the piano, True. like it was Rick's place in Casablanca. Sure. He had all these chicks in cocktail dresses and martini glasses, and there was a booth, and Hicks was working inside the booth, working the board. <laughs> and you said, nightclub radio is the future of radio. And I just stood there for a minute in a dream, and I said, this is brilliant. You're going to have an all-night radio show. And people just hanging out, and it was just like the ambiance, the perfect location. It was like having it at the Copacabana. And you were just walking around with all these, it was just the strangest, bizarre dream. I've never dreamed about somebody else's success. That's, exactly. um, yeah, I mean, but the format of nightclub radio. Mm -hmm. You think it could hit? I know it's going to. That's my <laughs> dream. Now that's my dream. I think I, so. I think. Uh, thanks, Blowhard. A lot right, of people guys. are writing this up on the iBang as well under the Dream On thing. Uh, it is weird that this is the shared experience that all human beings have, and yet no, we can't control these dreams, we can't predict these dreams, we don't know whether these dreams are important um, to things that we should be working on, or just something to let go of immediately. We have no idea, after all these years. So many people have tried to have their dreams analyzed to know what they're doing. They claim that every president since the 1940s has had the dream where there's missiles coming, you know, the A-bomb dreams, yeah. destroying their country. And that's one of the reasons that grazed them up so fast. Because they're worried about that. It's world. their fault. Oh, God. It's their fault. Yeah, like there are certain people who have... Um, certain dreams more frequently the one about losing teeth which is supposed to represent feelings of insecurity especially about appearance and growing old um happens to mostly to menopausal women that they're all experiencing dreams about losing teeth but it, i think it also happens with most people people will bring up a common dream it's that one for some reason i never had that dream maybe you're too young maybe <laughs> I had it one time, but actually lost a tooth while it was happening. <laughs> Woke up spitting out tooth bits. Oh, my God. I don't know whether he's teasing or not. I think, I think he, he actually lost a tooth. The so fact that he said tooth bits is the strange part of it. <laughs> it shattered. Um, here's Paul. You're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, million bucks. Yeah. Hicks, I had a dream the other night. Um... 
Uh, here's uh, John San Antonio. Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, I, I have actual night terrors. I wake up in the middle of the night and I'll grab my kids and throw them behind couches. Um, I had to get rid of all my guns because I wake up and I have a pistol and I yell at my girlfriend and I kick her off the bed. I throw lamps across bedrooms and I remember all of it. it it's all clear as day the next morning when I'm doing it. I know what I'm doing, but I can't stop myself from doing it. Seems like this is some kind of post-traumatic stress. Yeah, well, so. I mean, I was in I was in Iraq for two years, but yeah. but it, it, it's happened ever since I can remember. It's not something that started before or after. Um, I mean, like the, the, the steak knives in the kitchen, we got a freaking item because I'll I'll go to the kitchen and I'll just grab knives and I'll sit down on the table. And you I'll ought to really go and talk to somebody about that because people have done. <laughs> Awful things in their dreams like that. I don't want to. I don't even want to say it because I want. I don't want it to get into your subconscious. But <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm talking to OJ. Oh God. Um. Here's uh, Bob. You're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah. Every car I've driven in my dreams doesn't have any brakes, but I never seem to have a wreck. I mean, I got pumped the hell out of them, and it finally ends up slowing down. That's just weird to work. I mean, I've never been a normal car in my dreams. It don't have no brakes. It's that's also got to be an out of control thing. Yeah, like you don't know you know what you're doing. Hex, I'm sure you don't have any brakes in your dreams or your real life. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a lot of flying cars though. In multiple dreams, I've like fl- fl- like flown in like a fucking cattle a flying Cadillac. So, since that's a sex dream, it sounds like you're going to jerk off into a car <laughs> again, right in that fucking gas tank. Or into the glove box. <laughs> in my driving dreams, I go blind. Like, I'm behind the wheel, but all of a sudden I can't see, or something has, like, flown in front of the windshield. Tooth bits. Oh, no, not more tooth <laughs> Could be tooth fragments in my eye. <laughs> uh, George, George, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? I know yeah. you were talking about those Carlos Castaneda books. Yeah. Uh, there were some tips in there for manipulating your dreams. And from what I recall, roughly 45 minutes to an hour before, you'd spend about 15 minutes concentrating on a theme or a scene or something. But after a week or two of practice, you could actually dream about it. Yeah, that was one of the big things of it, or that you try to start manipulating. You can do this all the time. Just as you catch yourself falling asleep, you can start and take control then as well. If you're not the per- kind of person who just <laughs> falls out, you know. Now, I've been sli- I haven't been sleeping well at all lately. Chris, I know you said you haven't. No, I- I've been like up, you know, all sorts of nights and sleep for a few hours and then come to work. Uh, I've been doing the same thing, and I heard a lady on the street telling somebody that yesterday. I'm like, this is like a sci-fi movie where it's happening all over the world. <laughs> it's just spreading. No one can yeah. sleep. No one can sleep. Oh, fuck, everyone start going crazy. Sleep deprivation makes you insane. Uh, everyone's mom says that, but I've never heard of anyone who's suffered from it. But everyone's mom will say, if you don't dream enough, you'll go crazy. I think they said that's what killed Michael Jackson. It's- no, toothpits. Well, really? Yeah. I was fuck. I don't know where the fuck I heard this no sleeping thing. Then um, I don't know because the drug that he was taking was so powerful that you could not dream on it. Yeah, 
it wasn't that he was staying up for, and apparently he had taken that sixty or seventy days in a row. And so, it, so yeah, he didn't have any actual like like rest sleep. He was knocking his body out, but I guess you need the REM sleep to fucking get your brain right. Why is everyone calling it REM instead of REM sleep? I don't know. Uh, Isn't the, the actual thing REM? Not I have no REM. Idea. It it's might the be band. REM. Yeah, I know the band is called REM, but I don't think the sleep pattern is called that. You're probably right that it's REM because there aren't periods between the letters. Does that make a difference? Yes. Okay, it's REM. But now when I got two people saying it, I'm like, have I been wrong about this all this time? <laughs> is there some reason you didn't put a like next to my kitten picture? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so just go put a light on, on a like next to it. It was a fucking repost. All right. Well, I'm going to hang up, and then I'm going to wait for your like. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, did you hear Steve checked out early? <laughs> um, here's uh, Rick. You're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ron. Uh, I'm an air traffic controller, and I have these dreams where I have to try to uh, land airplanes in, like, tunnels and bridges, and I'm like, who the fuck put this bridge at the end of the runway? <laughs> but I think that's that's the weird thing. I remember when I used to do stand-up, I would have these dreams that I would be in these really odd-shaped rooms, that they would be, like, long hallways, and I'd have to be, hey, everybody, you know what I mean? Like, it was impossible yeah. to do well in this place. <laughs> and I had to lean out off to the left. Hey, uh, it just you fucking you dream that your your work is going like shit. It's so fucked up. Our brain, our brains are kind. It's kind of like your own. You're torturing yourself when that happens because your 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 brain is creating this scenario. Yeah, but it's not your conscious brain. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like when you daydream. Yeah. Like I dominate when I date. Okay, I just fucking awesome. kill. kill it. Yeah, everything goes right. Uh, they'll be like, "You're the first Nobel Prize winner who has ever won the Super Bowl. Congratulations!" <laughs> Dude, for six hundred yards. Yeah, if I daydream, it's never just one thing I do well. It's like massively just dominating the world as we know it. But if it's our conscious, your conscious brain. Is what controls the day to day stuff. So why shouldn't that put be able to harness that? Well, you say your conscious brain fucking controls the day to day stuff, but it, it it it's not making your heart beat. You know what I mean? Like there's plenty of stuff going on that your conscious brain, like most of the time, you're you're not really conscious of what you're doing. The fact that you're rocking back and forth right now, you're not thinking to yourself, I want to rock, that's it. Lean back six inches, bring it up. You know what I mean? That's the conscious brain. The conscious brain is the the thing that when Fez is always locking up, yeah. and I go, what, what, are you, what are you thinking when that's happening? And he says, I keep saying to myself, Say, think of something, think of something. Okay. That's not the, the place that creativity comes from. Creativity comes from the subconscious brain. Like, I'm not thinking about what I'm saying to you now. I'm just doing it. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just done. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Now I'm starting to think the conscious brain's full of shit. <laughs> The conscious brain is kind of full of shit. The conscious brain does not seem to be the most powerful part that you have. I think it's interesting when you completely forget about something or about a person and then it's brought up in your dream. That you know that, like you had, you know, you were talking about uh, in the Carlos 
what's those last? Doesn't matter. Go ahead. The Carlos books um, about like controlling your brain uh, or controlling your dreams rather, and that you can think about something beforehand. But sometimes things come up in your dreams that you don't even that you don't even know that you know. Sometimes you see faces you think you've never seen before, and you're just like, who is this person? Well, here's something I read about dreams before, that you cannot invent a face, that everyone in your dream, any face that you've seen, is something that you've seen before, Hmm. even if it's just somebody on the street. How fucking nuts is that? It's pretty nuts. I f- well, I guess well, I just don't realize I've seen that person before, right? Cause Absolutely. I, I, feel, I, I feel like I met strangers all the time in my dreams, but it's, I, they're not strangers. Well, here's the other part of it that is used in psychology, too, right? Let's suppose that there is a shark attacking you in your dream, right? Yeah. The reality of it is you are the person that you see, but you're also the shark oh. because... There is no shark. Everything's taking place inside. So everything in your dream is you. Yeah, because sometimes you can see yourself doing certain things in your dream. But even no matter who the other person is, that's also you because it's inside your thoughts. It's yours. So even if if Chris Stanley is in your dream, you're also... (laughs) That that Chris Stanley represents you. Welcome to a mind fuck, Molly. (laughs) I normally play a French song when I want to break through and go into another, another part of my, dream. Yeah, That's the another, cake you're talking about. Yeah, that's, I had no idea. So glad you know this a little bit. You know yeah. some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kick into the next part. Yeah. That's how I steal secrets. That's my main job. Uh, a lot of people putting this in to the, uh, uh, to the eye bang right now. Uh, different kinds of dreams they had. Bad news said last night I had a dream that I got a shave and a haircut for tooth bits. And that's a strange thing to write. Um, Here is Jerry. You're on the Run of Fish show. Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, uh, first off, uh, you ever heard of a sleep paralysis? Well, yeah. uh, Yeah, you lay there and I can open my eyes, look around the room. And oddly enough, sometimes what I see is in black and white. I feel very conscious of what's going on around me. I can see and hear everything. But uh, sometimes, like, I'll be laying there and looking down a hallway or at the door, and uh, it feels like something's chasing me or something's going to come get me. And it's really frightening. And uh, I did some research on it, and that seems to be, like, a common theme with people with sleep paralysis. Yeah, it's it's your own horrible fat. It's your own horrible past. All your sins are catching up with you and locking you (laughs) up. I got I got a lot of those. Yeah, sure. Do you ever do that? You just wake up and go, God, I'm a bad person. The any kind of taboo sex dreams. The you're with a person you're not supposed to be with. It gets it gets strange sometimes. And then you're like. I'm gonna do this, but no one, no one can find out. No one can ever find out. This will never be spoken about. Like, like most of my experiences, this <laughs> didn't happen. Right. Um. Here's Hard Rock Johnny. Now, Johnny, in your dreams, your nightmares, are the fries cold? Is that it? There's a grease fire. A guitar fell. <laughs> I dream about famous pants. 
Those famous pants. No, I can never remember my dreams. Like, I, I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to remember this dream that I just had. And then I just always forget. And I, like, I don't know what that's about. And well, they of- say that we forget, like, within the first couple minutes. We forget 90% of what happened. That if you really want to record your dream stuff, you have to do it immediately upon uh, waking up. It, it's just annoying. And I, I have a... I have older, my older, my oldest brother. I have three older brothers. My oldest brother constantly has every dream he ever has. He's always in his underwear and no one ever notices it ever. Like he'll be like walking into a bar or a restaurant or talking to people and he'll always be in his underwear and no one ever notices it except for there's two people in his dreams that ever notice it. One is my wife. And one is another uh, uh, lawyer that he works with. And we always say that those are the people who can actually see through all of his bullshit and all of the stuff. Like, and we try, you know, it's just trying to analyze these things. Or just, Unfortunately, I'm looking at it might be the two people that he's had sex with. <laughs> yeah, I worried about that as well. Um, but, you know, what, what are you going to do? Keep it in the family, right? Yeah, well, it's family. Yeah, you know what? Keep going. I always say just keep going. No matter what happens, you never quit. It's it's. Uh, Do you ever have a nightmare that you hired Earl? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> hey, are you letting him go? No. He was I telling us that that position's disappearing all over the world. No, I saw Earl yesterday in a meeting, and I walked up to him and stood next to him and started pretending I was hitting softball. <laughs> <laughs> I really. <laughs> what are you doing? I said practicing my swing, Earl. The world's black nerd, Earl Douglas. <laughs> Uh, All right, buddy. All right, boys. See ya. Weird. Very fucking weird. You know what's really bad, too, is when you think you have a good idea in a dream. Like, I think, I'll wake up and think, oh, man, I thought of the funniest thing. And then, you know, the next time, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so then I would try to, like, write it down. And it would always be like, you would wake up and you're writing it down. You're, like, laughing. Like, this is great. <laughs> you know? And then you go back and look at it. First of all, it's, like, half scribbled. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. your fucking penmanship blow, blow. And you're like, squirrels eat nuts. And they have nuts. What are they eating? Their own nuts. And you're like, Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Seems so great. It seemed like a breakthrough yeah. fucking bit I was on though. There is there's no way this can go wrong. <laughs> Squirrels eat nuts and they have nuts. So they eat their own nuts. <laughs> it's almost like a drunk person. Yeah. That's Chris Stanley. What? <laughs> Like when you're drinking, you think that you're interesting. Hey, when are we going to play your thing over one of the breaks? Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to replay your drunk show? Yeah, we're going to replay the birthday show. Right down to stabbing of the... Maybe I should cut that part out. Uh, Jerry, Los Angeles, California. Hey, everyone. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Um... I guess when growing up in the neighborhood I grew up in, there was tons of stray dogs all the time. So regularly I'd be chased around my block. So I had a recurring dream where I'd be chased by dogs constantly, constantly growing up. And then I, I guess I reached the point where I had it so many times, I was conscious, I was dreaming. Right. And so I, I just learned to fly. I would literally tense up and I would fly every time in my dreams. And this is way before Matrix. Literally, I would just fly. Um. 
And that is true of it all. The second that you figure out that you're dreaming, you do whatever you want. That's all you have to do is realizing that you can dream and then you control it. Something else weird that I heard about dreams is that you feel like the dream has been going on forever, but sometimes it's like only over the course of a few seconds. But what is all that information just downloaded though, like that fast, that, like into your brain? Well, that that you're that the part of your brain that's responsible for like generating dreams is the visual part of your brain. So you're like seeing all this happen really fast, and then the part that's responsible for remembering it is something else. And so like that. I don't know, the relationship between... I don't really understand the mechanics of this, but the relationship between those two parts of the brain are so are such that, like, your memory, like, stretches it out more. But did you ever do this? Like, this is the other thing that annoys me about it. You will just try to make sense of a ridiculous dream. So you're like, oh, Chris had a dream about you last night, but you were a blue dog, you know? But you were nice. Like, you know, like, you helped me. And you're like, wait... Why Why would that be me if it was a blue dog? It was you, dude. It was... But sometimes people understand. Like, if you say, I was at, I was in our studio, but it was kind of like my elementary school also, people know what you mean. Because people have experienced that before. Yeah, we all have. Because it's not really it. Nothing is yeah. really the studio or the elementary school. <laughs> You're just trying to say, I know where I am. I know what I'm doing. See, the reality of it is, if you can figure out that you're in a dream, uh, you can manipulate it, but the same is true of life. If you figure out, hey, this is just this thing, I'm going to manipulate it. You'll say, I don't have to live uh, like an alcoholic drug addict Why are just you, are you looking at me? that piled up filth in my dorm room <laughs> rather than throwing it out. That was a long time ago. Where did Fez go? I don't know where Fez went. Did he have a dream? Did he just left? I don't know. I had a problem with, with my computer this morning, yeah. so it was a big to-do with all the IT departments, and I think that might have got him upset. Why did you fucking have a computer problem <laughs> when you know he was coming in? They upgraded to Windows 7, okay? And it's just a nightmare. I'm already on Windows 8, and it's fucking great. <laughs> My thing, I can compute into the future now. Holy shit. Compute yeah. into your dreams. Any more of the common dream stuff? Yeah, there's one more. Uh, arriving late is also something that I experience a lot, like a lot of anxiety about being late to things in dreams. And that's supposed to represent uh, a feeling of regret or of a missed opportunity or um, like you feel like you need to pull yourself together. If you, if you feel like you're late all the time in your dreams. I've never been late for anything because it starts when I get there. Oh, and shit. as soon as I figured that out, doesn't matter what I'm doing. <laughs> now it starts. <laughs> I fucking hate being late for anything. I don't have dreams about it, but just in real life, I fuck, if I'm late for something, it fucking drives See, me nuts. See, that doesn't seem like it would be in your personality at all. You would seem more like a don't-give-a-fuck guy. <laughs> I just have this, I just like to be on time for things. If, if, the, if a time is set for something, I like to be there, you know, on fucking time. Or early, rather. Really? Yeah. For now on, I'm going to set up meetings with you, yeah. but I won't tell you when they start. Oh, fuck. Then I'm just I'll just be, say it's Tuesday. I'm just going to have anxiety. <laughs> I would not think that was uh, would be uh, be like your kind of thing. That's yeah, weird. It's one of the few things that are like that to me. <laughs> Brian in Houston, you're on the Run of Fest show. 
What's up, boys? Yeah, yeah I had a uh, dream one night. I'm standing on stage, and I'm singing just this amazing song that's coming out of nowhere, and I'm writing all the lyrics down, and I, I do the guitar solo and everything, and, and the crowd cheers, and it's the number one song that's ever been made. And I wake up, I go, shit, i got to write this down. This is amazing. I'm going to be a millionaire. And then I go to brush my teeth in the morning, and I forget the whole thing. Um, the, most those guys will keep uh, a tape recorder next to them even if they just hum it. But Keith Richards fucking woke up and hit the tape thing on and just went and started doing Satisfaction and then went back to sleep and woke up the next day and turned on his thing and Satisfaction was there. Fuck. There's been plenty of songwriters who saying Melody has come to them in dreams. It's so cool. <clears throat> it's weird. It's cool because you're not doing any work. Like, people sit at desks and just, like, rack their brains for ideas for things. And then literally when you're sleeping and your body is paralyzed, that's when the idea comes to you. But you see, if you really believe in, like, the muse and the flow of creativity, you would know that sitting there racking your brain is the worst <laughs> thing that you could do. What you have to do is be open to almost catch it as it comes by. Yeah. And there are so many songwriters that I've met who just say, who take zero credit, zero credit for any of the songs that they've written. And they have all these descriptions about antennas and this and that, you know, because they can't really put it in words how they hear the music in their brain and then start to write it out. Carly Simon... I'll never forget, she was like, there's always like, and she's trying to describe, she's like, it's always like a drip, but then sometimes it's just like a, you know, a waterfall. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I get it, the songwriting waterfall. <laughs> sometimes it's dripping, sometimes, you know what I mean? Because you just can't completely, they don't know, and I think that's true of like all great ideas. I think the worst thing you could do is sit there and go, I have to have an idea. I have to have an idea. I have to have, an, you have to do just the opposite of that. Chris? Yes. You're late. You were supposed to take care of that other thing on time. I don't feel good now. <laughs> I'm going to draw up a list of you. Okay. Called The Things You Can't Accomplish. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I'm just going to give you one every day that you will not be able to do. Um, do blind people dream? Of, do they see images in their dreams? I think that would. I guess that would depend on whether or not, like the. I don't know. Apparently, dreams come from a part of your visual cortex. It's like the right something with a G. I forget the name. And if that part of your brain is intact, you're supposed to be able to dream no matter what. Even if you know there's something wrong with like your your eye, as long as like the vi the visual part of your brain is intact, you should be able to dream. Well, I'm I'm also thinking that if you lost your sight, you would be able to visually dream. But if you never had sight, how would you know? what it was you just you would think you just dream of fucking sounds oh this music. is what you would probably just dream of this yeah. <laughs> can't see anything huh <laughs> can't can't see anything in this dream i know a blind guy who always had a dream that he couldn't find his car keys oh 
Jesus. Probably reality. Yeah, I wonder about that. That's a really good question. If you're born without sight, what makes up the content of your dreams? I just fucked your brain up. Uh, here's Hunter in Kentucky. You're on the Run of Fed show. What's going on, boys? Yeah. Uh, I took a I took a 400 level class in college with a hippie professor, and he uh, basically there was a few of us that that didn't. Uh, we were a few few hours short of graduating, so he allowed us to pick our own couple classes to take in the summer. One of them was a dream class. Uh, Ronnie, you hit it on the on the head when you yeah. said if you if you wake up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and write something down within mm-hmm. the first few minutes. In fact, I was able to train myself in a summer to right after I would dream, I would have a notebook and a pencil right next to my bed, and I would pretty much unconsciously reach over and write down, just dribble, dribble just a few things on a notebook. And then when I would wake up, apparently you lose 90% of your dream within the first minute. So I would wake I'm up glad to do that, though. I don't want to remember my dreams. Yeah. I find them unhelpful. Right, but uh, yeah, if you if you do that, you can you can kind of piece your dreams together, and and within the first few minutes, and it's pretty cool. You can remember some of them, and we would have to bring them into class to talk about them. Another concept that maybe for a different show, uh, the different class is the concept of synchronicity. You guys need to check that out. It's right up your alley. Well, sure. yeah. You heard, already heard me bring up uh, Carl Jung. Just because I'm not educated doesn't mean I don't go reading on my own. Yes, I don't have the breaks that Molly had. DC. I did have a lot of breaks. I can't lie. That's why you hate poor people? No. no oh. she, I saw her spit on a homeless guy. <laughs> was he on fire? No, he was just that, begging for money because he was so poor. A lot in this neighborhood, a lot of those people aren't homeless. They're they're at work, dude. Yeah, there's a guy right here on the 49th Street station. He fucking sits down there, takes his shoes off, his nice Nikes, just sticks his feet out, his bare feet out from and underneath. The, it puts a garbage bag over him yeah. as a sign. And then I see him at the end of the night, like maybe ten o'clock or something, and he's down there just fucking. In his clothes, looks fine. Looks like a regular dude. Yeah, uh, they followed that woman that she used to be in front of St. Patrick's, and she was like crippled in this thing. And they followed her on the train. She gets out, takes off her fucking swaddling clothes. She walks perfectly. Beautiful chick, great body. I don't want to put a disparaging mark on on anything, but gypsy, okay. hot gypsy girl, and uh, was living in a nice pad, making big money. Uh, people thinking that she was poor. Yeah. These guys make a shitload of cash. Some. When uh, Fez and I first come up here from Florida 13 years ago, it's in the winter. We're walking down the street on 57th. There is a woman coming at us. It's snowing. Neither one of us has a decent snow coat. She's naked and then just like a glad bag in the snow. And she's like, sitting back and forth, can you help? And we're like, fuck yeah, we can help. <laughs> You start giving her fucking bread, you know? That woman used to take the train in with us for years. We used to call her Gladbad. Fez abandoned her when she was having a baby down on the tracks. Ran up into our office and got papers to lay on the ground. Um, She's not a dog. Yeah. Which normally, if somebody's in that kind of trauma, you sit next to them, you give them Sports Illustrated, and say, look... 
focused on this. I'm here for you, buddy. Here for you. That's nice. I always believe in that. Somebody's in the hospital. Sports Illustrated. Is that her? No, this is this is the guy, the most recent homeless guy that they found has a house. The guy, remember the uh, cop bought him boots? Oh, yeah, boots. No, that guy had a house? Yeah, he had a house. The New York Post oh, hounded him. So you don't sad. fucking work in Times Square as a homeless guy unless it's your gig. He's the same as the fucking naked cowboy. Oh, I'm so the same bummed. job. I love that story about the cop giving that guy shoes. The, the cop was in on it. They were fucking working. No, I'm not getting it. The cop was just fucking. I didn't even the nice cop get in trouble. Yeah, I think they they, they uh, his he got some sort of disciplinary action. Oh, please, him. people um, are Here's Jeff. You're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, Ron. Uh, oh. Thanks for uh, taking my call. It's you know, Rene Descartes. Uh, he said, "I think, therefore I am," and it's all about dreams. And dreams are uh, how we know that we're alive. And he said he was st- staring at a candlestick, and he was saying, "How do I know right now if I'm dreaming?" or if this is really happening. And, you know, the conclusion was, the only reason that you know that you're alive is that you're thinking, and you don't really know if right now you're dreaming or if you're not. Mm. It's deep. I don't know if it is. Oh, then what? Then if, all right, then it's a fucking dream, then why can't I fly? Or why can't I... You don't know that you're dreaming. Shit. Well, I guess if you think about what that guy was saying in the context of like what emotions you're feeling in dreams, usually it's pretty simple. You're not feeling, you're feeling like primary emotions like anger, happiness, sadness. You're not really feeling like super complex stuff like guilt in dreams. You're feeling that type of thing when you wake up. The only time I get in my dream where I go, am I dreaming, is when I'm having a dream with my father in it. And then I'm constantly trying to remember and asking other people in the dream, did he die? He's dead, right? So this is a dream? You're or asking didn't people he if die? this is a dream? Yeah. Hmm. And I go back and forth trying to figure out if he's really dead or not. How often does this happen? This, I would say at least twice a month. Sometimes more. Sometimes I can get like a whole week series out of it. Hmm. Do you think of that before you lay down? No. Why not? That's um, the time that you're conscious, and you know if you have this reoccurring dream, you can say to yourself, I know what the situation is. With See, here's what I would think. And I'm saying this. There's some message that you're trying to get that you're not allowing to happen because you're saying, is this real? But whatever the, your concept of your father is, there's something that you're trying to do subconsciously that you consciously refuse to do. To actually think, what does this mean? I know that you've been having bad thoughts about your father lately. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where I'm just for uh, focusing on things that I didn't admire in him, even though... I had complete admiration for him when he was alive. Just things that are coming to me where I'm like, that wasn't so great of a thing he used to do. Molestation? No. Not that. that would answer so many questions if that were true. Constant, hardcore molestation. Penhead, I don't know if it was... 
You know why I call you Penhead, right? Because I cut my pen. Penhead. <laughs> I thought you said Pinhead. Oh, no, this is the fucking opposite of a fucking pen. No, it's this large giant head. fucking head of mine. <laughs> Penhead. I keep it tucked between my head and my cap. <laughs> but I think that you should take the time to say to yourself, if this comes up, what do I want to ask in the dream? Or what do I want to tell in the dream? Something is happening. The reason why this keeps reoccurring is because you're not taking the time to find out why. Is there something you want to know? Or is there something you want to say? Or do you just want to be confused about it? Um, I can't think of a specific question that I would want to ask him. Why not? Well, but why were you so mean to... To fat people, right? That was the thing. Whatever it happens to be. You would think, no matter who it was, you would have a million things that you'd want to talk to, even if your dad was still alive. There seems to be like there would be tons of things that you would want to say if you have the opportunity. The reason why this is reoccurring is you're not dealing with it. You're just allowing it to happen over and over. Take the penhead by the horns and really, and I don't mean you in this case. I'm saying the metaphoric penhead. It's a place to put a pen. The royal penhead. Next to my head. No, there isn't. That's not a place in all of humanity. No, this no one a... ever sticks a pen up inside their ass. That was made for that. That spot. I'm, I'm going to Google image this. See yeah, go ahead. Just put penhead. And I'm glad this is about you instead of Fez and his dead dad. <laughs> All right, I, there's I beaches. Head hat and a fucking beach comes up. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. It must be a name of a place. You think, Molly? How tight is that hat that the pen won't drop out? I have a big head. They don't sell hats bigger than this. Look, here's a guy in a Redskins hat. Got a pen stuck up in there. Look you look his. just like that fucking dude. So. You look no different from him. Uh, Sarah, you're on the Run of Fez show. Sarah. Sue? Okay, we'll call you Sue now because we don't know what we're doing. Oh. Well, that's cool. Hi, Sue. Um, most of the times when I'm dreaming, I, I think, I, I know I'm dreaming. And I go with the dream and I'm not afraid of anything. I, I really actually love to dream. And um, there's been many times that uh, I had a reoccurring dream when I was uh, young. And it happened for about 15 years. And people told me about reoccurring dreams. It's exactly what you guys were saying. That there's something unresolved that once you resolve it, you won't have that uh, dream anymore. And um, I used to have it every year, almost about the same time of the year. And it was a very strange dream. Um, and uh, what else did I want to tell you? Um, I think that's plenty. I think you bored us almost in the dreams ourselves. <laughs> As far as reoccurring dreams, this has only happened once in my life, and it was before both my kids were born, and I would have a dream that the baby was born, but was really small, and I, I and when I say small, I mean about the size of a penny, and I would be holding the baby, like, in my hands, like, cupping it, but trying not to crush, and I would feel it jumping around like a Mexican jumping bean. <laughs> I would just be so freaked out. But I but I thought to myself, okay, you're panicked about this responsibility and you want to loosely, <laughs> you know what I mean? Safely keep the baby safe without crushing. And I thought to myself, 
that's a very good parenting tool to have to not, you know, to be there but not be all-encompassing over their lives. And from a biological standpoint, like you having a dream about that was good for your parenting because then you were familiar with the feeling of like anxiety over right. your children be- and then your like brain was better able to deal with that once it was actually real. Right. And because you don't get to carry the baby yourself, here I thought it was some kind of responsibility. But the reason I came up with that, whether they're right or wrong, is because I thought I've got to figure out what this thing is about rather than just letting it take place take place take place without going here's how i feel about it you know the weird thing is my kids were born they were just that little (laughs) prophetic dream i have one in my pocket right now (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i one time had a prophetic dream really yes i had a dream um that I was walking with like two kids in my grade at my high school and one of them had a sword and cut like a branch of a tree mm-hmm. off with the sword and that was like a part of the dream and then a couple of days later I was taking a video class and someone was filming like a scene with a sword fight and me and the girl and the kid with the sword were walking and he cut the branch off of the tree just like he did in my dream and it all came rushing back to me I was like I dreamt that it was crazy now, are you sure that that happened and you just didn't think that you dreamt it? No, after you I saw remember, it place? like, I remember dreaming it. But did you remember thinking about it before he did that? Yeah, like, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you're like, you know, like you remember your dream for the first minute or whatever and then you forget. See, I would thought that the sword would have been his penis. <laughs> the branch in a tree, your little blossom. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you end up dating that boy? No. Who's the clown? <laughs> clown boy told me that he. This is just like some. Hey, Molly, are we going out tonight? <laughs> Yay! This is a good example of boy uh, lies that this boy told me. That he said that he dreamt before we met that we were at like at a park together and swinging on swings. And now I know that that's impossible because you can't have the face of a person that you haven't met in your dream. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he just like stalked me on Facebook or something. That's possible. I'm worried about some of these boys in your life. (laughs) I don't want you dating. I don't want you dating until your senior year. That's when you'll be. I mean, you've had a lot of bad luck with guys. I've had, yeah, recently I've had a lot of bad luck with guys. In high school, I was fine. Just recently, I've been meeting some duds. Yeah, Shelby, (laughs) Joe. Even though that's your partner now. Non-sexual. Non-sexual partner. (laughs) Fez, I have a call for you. It's from your dad. Is this real? (laughs) No, this is a dream. (laughs) Weird. I guess your dad... In your dream, is probably furious with you from all the bad stuff you've been saying <laughs> oh, about him. And it's fucking judging him so badly. He usually comes and goes really quick. Like, for some reason, in some of the dreams, he's, like, dropping off groceries and then leaving. <laughs> it means you're hungry in your dream. He's, he still doesn't shop for himself. <laughs> still goes with 99 slice, 90 cent slice for fucking dinner. 
Me too. Dog pizza. Can I just have a slice? Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Until you get to a certain age. <laughs> <laughs> nice halal pizza. There is a uh, piece up on the iBang about how less married couples are having kids or wanting to have kids, even a plan on having kids. That makes sense. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Because I would come down to this. Why are you getting married? Why do two oh, people yeah. have to get married if they're not starting a family? It was my same thing with gay people. I don't understand the process of going to a church and making everybody show up. We'd like to declare our love for each other. If you're not having a family, just fucking be together. Or even you if need you are a having government a to fucking tell you what to do. I guess the all right. So you're not having a family. The main thing would be tax break, right? They'll because you're breaking your taxes if you're Why married. Why do we even have the tax break? If the, especially if these hack people are only doing it for a tax break. I don't know. Yeah, do we really want to reward people who are only having children for a tax break? But even married, why should they get a tax break? That's what why, I'm why are saying. they somehow more valuable than Chris Stanley? That's what I'm fucking saying. That's who knows that he's not good in that long-term situation? Fuck it, I'm fucking saying that goddamn Jackson Hewitt guy. Hey, I need. I can't stop paying so much money. What the fuck is going on? Why do I owe money? <laughs> you don't have kids, and you're not married. What the fuck is that even supposed to mean? Why is that fucking qualify you to fucking not have to pay taxes? I don't get it at all. I wonder if there's some fuck. kind of scary. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Everyone I know fucking somehow gets a fucking refund. I don't. <laughs> the government fuck, man. I don't make dick. Right, let's stop making this about you. You you need to look at situations and not think uh, I gotta put myself in the middle here okay then the rest of us can identify and not just listen to you scream about yourself um, I don't understand why people want to get married when they're not planning a family at all it just doesn't make sense to me you said this a couple of weeks ago just the idea of a wedding I think is very attractive to people Ugh. I love that idea despise a wedding I have some friends that are forced to go to a wedding this weekend. They're going all, all the way down to fucking Washington. They've been bitching about it. I'm not even kidding you, for six months. <laughs> and now, because people won't just say show up to the wedding, there's certain dress that you're supposed to wear now, whether it's color or formal or whatever. Uh, why are they going away during their one fucking weekend? Some, I, I don't even know the people they're going to see. But I, I would tell them, I know for a fact that you're hated by these people that you've invited. <laughs> you're making their they life They hate worse. you right now. <laughs> and even like the party aspect of it, right? It's supposed to be like a big party, throwing a party. You can throw a fucking party for a lot less than $30,000. I think people just like to make it official. I think they just, they... They need somebody else to give them confirmation. They themselves can't get confirmation about the way they feel about each other. I No, I think it's more like they're confirming it to themselves. They're giving each other the rings. They're Yes, you can do all that without a government. You can give each other rings without the government <laughs> being involved. You can say to, to each other, I will be here with you, and that's nobody else's business. Maybe people are so insecure about... 
about the idea forever that they need like legal punishment if that promise is broken. Yes, you're true, because what you're saying is they don't trust in the other person. But even this thing is uh, the ridiculousness of saying, uh, I don't... Tr uh, it's still going to be gone 50% of the time. 50% of the time, it's fucking done. Now, if it comes down to insurance and benefits and all that, then we should just fucking fix that. Then we wouldn't have this fucking gay marriage thing that freaks out people in churches. Uh, and I'll, Because none of it is anybody else's business to begin with. If you want to do something at your church, that shouldn't even involve the government. There should be a separation between the two. And there really is. Because if you go to a church and don't drop off your license, you ain't married. You've got to fucking file with the government to be married. Now, if you file with the government, they don't give a fuck whether you went to the church or not. Nope. The whole thing is made up. Maybe people want there to be like a tangible difference between being in a relationship and having like your lifelong partner, like your lifelong spouse. But you, but you two saying that to each other doesn't work. You need an outside entity to tell you. Yes, yeah. I'm going to check the box off, which means you don't want any personal power. None. You just want to act like it takes place outside of you. Uh, it makes people into infants. Or it's a childish fucking thing that we do. Now, the whole thing about being child free, I couldn't think of anything smarter for people who don't, you know, I mean to say, I'm not fucking around with this. I don't want to raise a kid. I won't be good at it. I think that's a responsible move to make. I like that a lot. I'm I'm loving the child-free life. Want no part of it. But a lot of times, it just doesn't get looked that way, especially with a couple. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I think a single guy or a single woman doesn't get the pressure to have kids as someone in a cup as a couple does combined who would put the pressure on you i think family members why why yeah. would That'd they be, ever that would be terrible i would never in my life to say this, that to somebody a because they don't know what the reasons are some of them could be physical mental whatever i would never say that to someone and then to say oh by the way it would really be great if you guys took on a half million dollar debt <laughs> Over the next 18 years. that's I guess that's maybe more of an old school thing. Back in the day, people would, family members would say that to the family. No one in my family would say that to me. And I would never say that to anybody in my family. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know. I think a lot of it happens woman to woman. I'm not just saying that because I'm a woman. But, like, I've experienced conversations between... <laughs> Between like older female relatives and younger female relatives about oh are you guys thinking of having kids it's just like kind of like open territory a little which is weird and I think that should change because like you I said, absolutely think it should change I won't ask anybody but my mom probably will ask me or my sister if we decide not to have kids oh it seems crazy to me that seems insane to want to put your thing of oh I like to babysit every once in a while on another person that has to be up to them again this whole thing comes back to 
people not taking responsibility and this thing of families doing it to you, then what good is family again if they're going to put you <laughs> into situations that maybe you shouldn't be in? And then if make you feel, well, attempt to make you f feel bad about it if you don't do it. I don't even know if that exists. I'll have to take your word for it because it just doesn't exist in my life at all. I would never do that to anyone. Yeah, sounds crazy. It is crazy. It doesn't sound crazy. That's insane. That would be like, oh, please, Chris, buy a house with a big backyard. What? Because sometimes I like to go over and have picnics. <laughs> I mean, that, that, would, that would be crazy. You're asking someone to do something else. Now, having said that, I know plenty of people who thought they would not like having children and love it. Just because you feel the way you do now yeah. doesn't mean that you would always feel that way. Now, these people, could, could they, like me, could they just not imagine ever enjoying being around a child? Or having a I don't kid? know if anyone is as deranged as you <laughs> with the running out of a room if they see a kid the way you do. Yeah. Um, but certainly, I think people, I think more, uh, more people are going to act like the way that Molly's dad reacted, and not so much the way Molly's mom reacted. No, no, no. <laughs> I got it. I'm not saying... Well, okay, look at the way that m my family, like, hints, hints to my sister about, like, her and her boyfriend. That's, like, obviously a personal life choice, like, the decision to get... I don't think my sister's getting married anytime soon, but everyone in my family is like, oh, like, yeah, they're, you know, they're really serious, and, like... How long are they dated for? For... I think three years, something like that. And now everyone in your family is saying that she should marry. No, two. just that, you know, one, everyone feels like it's, they're allowed to say that one day they might get married. But in reality, that's, that's a discussion that they need to have between themselves. And that people have conversations about people in relationships all the time being like, oh, she's too good for him or whatever. No one actually knows for sure. It's, you know, the relationship between those two people and that's it. Yeah. When it comes down to, I would. I will look at most women and go, what do they see in that <laughs> fucking loser? And I'm not even making that up. I cannot believe the people that women date and marry. So what? That's their fucking move. There's no way that I can sit down and say, this person is better for you. Oh, because they're a dentist. Any more than I should say, you shouldn't be with that person because they're an alcoholic. I don't know... What keeps those people together? For me, it seems like stupidity. It seems like a bad choice on her part and just bad lifestyle on his part. That's why it's 50% divorce rate. I thought an interesting thing in the Time article that's linked on the iBang is they were saying how the gossip magazines promote the motherhood to promote motherhood to women. And I thought, all right, I understand the thing of little girls looking at magazines and being influenced on body image and everything. But I didn't know it continued into adulthood for women where if you see, like, let's say a celebrity, Jessica Simpson with her new baby, it's a pressure to see you can have it all. You should have know, it all. We know that they don't have it all. We know that that's a myth. Fucking Oprah, who goes around doing all of her new age stuff, just admitted she had a fucking nervous breakdown because her business was going shitty. No one has it all. Jessica Simpson doesn't have it all. That's crazy even to believe that. What you're saying is they want to keep the myth of a perfect life going. 
It's not real. It's a fucking fairy tale. I mean, why do people sit around and care about the royal family? Because it's a fucking fairy tale. It's escapism. I think it's disgusting the way they put pictures of babies in fucking magazines now. You know, Tom Cruise's kid or whoever. Yeah. They never used to do that. Those are the main, those are like the, um, that's the main thing those things exist for now. Those magazines exist for. I'm not kidding for. when I say this. I think our society is sick. Like mentally ill. That we're sitting around wondering what little kids should be doing. <laughs> Which do you think is more sick? Asking people about their plans to have children or not have children, or asking people about their plans to get married or not get married. See, here's the thing. For some reason, and maybe it's a Facebook thing, but we honestly believe that people should share their private thoughts with us. It's expect well. It's it's been going on. Well, let's say the younger generation so long now that. It's expect yeah, it's expected. It's going to happen. It's just gonna it's just gonna get more and more revealing as time goes on. By the way, I put a really funny video up and you didn't give me a like. I mean it was a <laughs> guy getting hit in the nuts. I didn't even see it. I got lost in my oh, feet. Okay, so it's not a problem. No, I, was, I thought I'll, maybe you were mad at me. I'll scroll down. Hold on. Yeah, give me the like, would you? I'd like to get the likes up there. <laughs> trying to get a lot of likes. Uh yeah, I think they're both, you know. We're all fucking crazy. I think this stuff with looking at celebrities' kids is... I mean, you see them on TV screaming, get away from my kids. People don't care. They don't fucking care. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty baby. Or, oh, that's an ugly baby. Or, oh, it looks like fucking Tom Cruise. Or, oh, it looks like Brad Pitt or whatever. I don't know what the hell the fucking... The specifics that you give me now, <laughs> I now can yeah. understand what Look happens. Look at that baby. It looks exactly like Brad Pitt. That fucking kid's adorable. So cute. I like his hipster kid, though, that dresses like him. Did you see that one with the sunglasses and the fucking hat on? Oh, no. Is that the um, Asian kid? No. It's the little blonde one. Just put Brad... It's, it almost looks like his mini-me. They went out together and they were dressed the same. Look at that headline. Why is Angelina turning Shiloh into a boy? That is a good question. <laughs> I bet it's based in reality, too. Put, like, hat and sunglasses. <laughs> I see him in a hoodie. Trayvon. Yeah, Tray well, it's my own Trayvon thing. There he is. Um, I got a break here, Chris. You yeah. fucking let me one forever. We got a break. I will say this. You really get behind on your breaks? Yeah. I know it. Rob knows it. Oh, shit. <laughs> and when we get to September, yeah. we're going to have to sit down about this. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> At least you I'm could have said it was good up until then. I'm a, oh, look, Fez found it. You couldn't. Wow, well, all right. I, turn it around so Molly can see it. I got Google fucked right there. Can you see it, Molly? Put your thing down. Oh, yeah. Very hip. Yeah, he's very funny, and he's got a, a whole weird, like, Chucky baby thing going there. <laughs> I love that kid. <laughs> uh, when we get back, I wanted to bring this up, too. 
about all right, we're running the contest this year. We give some sign balls to give away. Do you know what balls we have? Yeah, we. I know that the two balls we're giving away. We'll just say them now. Adrian Peterson signed football. MVP. Ray Rice signed football. Two thousand yard man. Two of the the best running backs of this generation. Well. And it's still going. Ray Rice I think is still there's young. only like five or six guys that have gone over 2,000 yards, and there are two of them. And we're <laughs> yeah. giving you a sign fucking balls by them. Yeah. Now, here's the big question. Are we doing it spread? No spread. Do you remember what we did last year? We did spread last year. Did we like it or not like it? I like the spread. Personally, I like the spread. I love it. It makes me feel like I'm really gambling. I love that feeling. Because I'm also gambling. And on- With your life. <laughs> And websites in Costa Rica. <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah. There's going to be a crackdown. <laughs> I have a friend of mine in the FBI. Huh? He told me there's going to be a crackdown. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're getting everybody. Look, they got a website. <laughs> 50% bonus. Ooh, nice. $2,500 of free plays. I'm joining now. I, yeah, personally, I like the spread. I think some people are scared of the spread, so that's why they don't like it. But as long as you, if you, it's not hard to understand. Instead of straight up pick them. Let's break. We'll be right back and discuss this uh, and more. And I want Kid Shelby to come in here. All right. I mean, yeah, he's not Molly, but <laughs> we're wrapping up his thing soon too. Yeah. Did you ever get him to go around and meet all these people? Uh, he's met people. I'm waiting on one other guy for some openings. But it's it's in the process. Does Rob get it? Does Rob on yes, board? He, yes, he is. He gets it. Shelby's a very fucking talented kid. And he doesn't have the future in front of him that, you know, Molly has. Yeah. He's just some weird drifter <laughs> that showed up here. All right. Uh... Molly, great job on that. Thanks. Got a lot of people writing in their stuff. Many of them are confused about it. Molly, in the pool, would you rather just play the game or have a point spread? I think I'd rather just play. Okay. Well, your your thoughts carry a lot more with me than they do with Chris Stanley. <laughs> That's for sure. Chris, you're an alcoholic and addict. I don't even know if you're going to make it through the season. I'm going to fuck. I'm going to be so strong through this season. Liver two, liver two. Strong. Can I count on your liver? Because I noticed that it clocked out yesterday, at four o'clock. Oh God. It's fine. This is a great story. Hulk Hogan picked uh, the guy that he wants to play him. Oh. In his biopic, he picked Thor. <laughs> Nice. Uh, the biopic's going to be called What You Gonna Do, Brother. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about him faking wrestling matches. And it's really going to be exciting. <laughs> All right, this. I'm going to drop the big leg on you. Boom! And a Hulkamania starts to run wild, bro. It's revealing so much. Now, yeah. I wonder if he wants Thor with a full head of hair. Or if Thor Ouch. really has to go and shave the middle of his head. <laughs> To get ready for this role, which is going to look crazy. You don't think this is a step down for Thor? <laughs> hey, brother. I think Chang Tatum should be Hogan. 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and what you gonna do, brother? Yeah, what you gonna do, brother? The whole Hogan biopic. Um, there's already somebody who wants to play Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, who's that? Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> He said he could really use the work. Even younger? But he's gonna be yeah, because yeah, he still has the pants and the scissors. That's cool, but I mean, they're going to go, they're gonna have to screw younger here. Screw younger? Skew? Yeah, skew, skew makes sense. Skew. Oh, there he is. There's the barber. All right, in this scene, brother, you're going to come out into the ring. It's already faked, so you don't have to worry about a thing. <laughs> Everything's planned out. Uh, let's break. We'll be right back to settle this on our gambling. It's the Ron and Fez show. The Ron and Fez show on the Open Anthony Show, Sirius XM. <laughs> You've been warned. She struts into the room. Well, I don't know.
Ah, the great Alice Cooper. Still not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Which, Shelby, I know you're in charge of it and you have your own way of being. I, I just don't get it. Look, I mean, Madonna, she deserved to get in. We're waiting on Alice. I don't know what to tell you here. Uh, I did make a mistake, and no one corrected me. Ray Rice never ran for 2,000 yards. Was it all-purpose yards? I don't know what he got. It might be, that might have been from scrimmage. I don't even know what you're talking about from scrimmage. You know, both rushing and receiving. No. That would be all-purpose, not from scrimmage. Um, I think, yeah, I had him confused with the guy who was... Oh, uh, Chris Johnson? In, ...in Baltimore before Ray Rice. Ray Lewis. Er, Ray... Jamal. Jamal Lewis. Yeah, Jamal Lewis. Boy, we're a clusterfuck of a team here. Molly, thank God you ran your dream stuff perfectly. Thanks. Since then, we're just babbling. <laughs> we're just constant babbling. Uh, I would like to get Alice Cooper in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I'd like to do it by Friday. I don't think that can happen. No, no, that can't happen. How come that that isn't one of the uh, people that people are up in arms about? Eddie Trunk should be all over that. I don't think he's hard enough for Eddie Trunk. Oh. Eddie Trunk needs you to be really hard. Like metal. New metal. And you metal. New metal. Black metal? I don't know about black metal. I know death metal gets a little scary for him, but he still stays with it. <laughs> That's good. Sure. He should, be traveled real good. To, he should be traveled up to Norway, get into a fucking black metal band. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like that. I'd like that a lot, Chris. All right, it's the Ron and Fez show. Uh, if you follow the program, you know, God, it was sometime back that we oops, excuse me, read the email about the family that was going through a very, very tough time. Uh, with little baby Lena and uh, Brian uh, did a terrific job of writing what it's like to his had a baby born with heart problems it was really in a big big problem and then the people at Ronald McDonald's house in Milwaukee uh, came together in such a big way to help them out 120 days now she has been on a thing to get a heart transplant and it's been a very rough ride and he does a really great job of sharing what that is like uh if you would go over to the interrobank.com and if you want to give that a read and maybe in the comments section just send your love your thoughts if you're the praying type and i know you're not shelby yeah but some people are if you're the praying type, it might be a place for you to put your prayers. Well, you're the praying type? Occasionally. This Chris, will definitely be... Chris, I know you don't understand the prayers. No. So let's just have your thoughts. And do me a favor, sober thoughts. So uh, if you would, though, uh, it's up on the iBang under a uh, new update on Baby Lena. Uh, believe it or not, when you support people it makes them feel better if they know their story is being heard it's a listener of this program much like yourself it may be the only connection in the world that you have with each other but that still is a place of importance where one human being can say to another human being i know you're going through a tough time best of luck to you it's all you really have to do in life sometimes I tried to do that with Shelby and Bob after what happened to them the other day. Um, ugly. 
they were in what I consider a Dick Van Dyke car fire of a radio show, and both of them had to be dragged out. You feel good dragged about yourself? out, charred, and burnt. Shelb, would you like to say Molly now that you have the chance? I'm sorry I didn't pick you. I'm going to hold off on that. I think I still made kind of the right decision. I, I was think it would have been any better. With I was going to give you guys this Friday to try it again. But if you don't want her, you don't want her. Done. I don't think it goes as well as you think. Okay. He hates me. Yeah, wow. he does. <laughs> Some real For hate. somebody to turn down a chance to do an air check, and I was going to give him the second chance to say I don't think it would go so well. Redemption. He could have had redemption. There's the picture of your car. Huh. You came out through the front windshield, <laughs> but I went through the back. Um, so, let's get this going. We'll make the decision for later this week. Molly, you voted it. You want just straight bets. Hicks, you voted. You want to actually vote with the... With the spread, yeah. Yeah. Shelves? Well, with the spread, I know I did, like, terribly when I did it, but I think that it does separate the contenders from the pretenders. I like that you're rhyming. That means a lot to me. <laughs> So I think that the spread should stay. Keeps the competition. Get gets the losers out of there. Uh, Pips, what about you? You could do the spread. Spread sounds good. Fezzy? I say no spread. Just straight up. Make it funner. Make some games that are going to be tight anyway even more important. Here's the problem when you do no spread. If you fall back seven games halfway through the season, you're done. You're not going to make the comeback. With the spread, you can suddenly, you know, leap up and go 12, 13 games. I get that it's more guessing than knowing the game. But if you fall behind without a spread, why keep playing to the end of the season? You're fucked. We have to have the spread. It makes it feel like you're actually gambling. If you can't gamble in your state. Like, it's pretty much anyone outside Nevada... Why doesn't New Jersey start gambling? They're going to have the next president of the United States. Is it Christie? Christy? <laughs> he's running. He's running hard, too. Oh, yeah, this is a mistake. He's got he's to let this thing sit for a little while. People are not going. Only the rest of the country is going to be so hard on hard for him besides, you know, Jersey is. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> he's not more popular Jersey is around the country. Yes. Well, you have to be popular in your home state. Um, when's the last time the Republicans won fucking New Jersey, though? It's a big state. It would be very helpful to then have them once again pick up a southern state that they're going to get anyway. Although their last guy didn't fucking win any of the states that he lived in. <laughs> Romney didn't win a single... He lived in three <laughs> states, didn't win any of them. The people who knew him best. Exactly. Not the best person, apparently. I don't know. Chris Christie is one of the few Republicans with a very well-known name all, uh, all around the country. You know, the whole Stronger Than the Storm thing played everywhere. And he said he'd be willing to work with the Dems. He's the one Republican I think you could get some Democrats w would vote for. I don't think any Democrats are going to pick, you know, cross over to a Rand Paul. No, Rand Paul has got no chance. I think he's leading the polls right now.
If you're leading the polls now, I, don't, I, I feel like this is going to burn. Well, we're a thousand days out, I, I guess. It was about a thousand days till the, the election, the actual election year starts. If you're leading now, I, I don't feel that's a good thing. You're going to burn out. Obama was leading his party. <laughs> fluke. A thousand days out. It's a fluke. No, last time. I mean, you have a. This thing is wide open. You also don't want to wait too long. Already looks like Hillary is uh, putting her name out there rather than being quiet. Because she doesn't want to leave room for anyone else to pop up. Oh, that's so weird. Then, Are you saying you wouldn't vote for Chris Christie or you wouldn't at least consider him? I'd have to consider him, but I don't know if I'd have to I'd vote for him. I don't know who he's running against. But yeah, I'd have to consider him. Let's yes. say uh, Chris Christie or Hillary. Who would you vote for? I'll vote for Hillary. Woo! Was that on girl power? Yeah, girl power. Okay. Can't just base it all just on girl power. Shelby, you don't vote at all. I'd go for Christie, though. I mean, Hillary's, yeah, the, Hillary's you, too much of a political insider. But you don't vote, see? This is fucking this is why you should vote. Your voice is fucking useless right now. Yeah, your voice is... is, is it's, it's mute. You are dead. Basically, could you, you ever see yourself voting for Chris Christie? No. Weight issues? Uh... <gasps> Besides that, uh, just anti-gay issues. Although he did sign that bill, he's still anti-gay marriage. Oh, then I'm voting for Chris Christie. What was the bill? He banned <laughs> um, sexual uh, conversion therapy in New Jersey. Therapy this or week. the procedure? What do you mean the procedure? Like sexual conversion. Isn't that turning a vagina into a penis or a no. penis? No. It's the thing I you said it's when you try to talk little gay boys out of being gay. Oh. By showing them pictures of uh, kind of rotted penises and saying, look. This is what happens. Yeah. Hey, here's Halle Berry and Swordfish. Does that interest you? That interests no? everyone. Show yeah, them it, again. <laughs> it interests me. Put it on loop. Find that thing. All right, let's fucking admit this because of what happened. Shelby is funny, even though he just shot himself in the dick again. That thing that he just did was funny. It was funny. You could have been showcasing that with Molly on Friday. Everything I say to Molly, she just repeats my name after it. There's not really a thought or a comeback there. Classic show. Like my case in point. That's fucking funny, though. That's sweet and funny. Not ten times in 15 minutes. I love it. it. You're, you're ruining it. I think we could make beautiful music together. Oh. Make, uh, I, I say you're throwing away another opportunity. Now, uh, since we are cracked and don't know how, I'm going to also put this up for a vote with the listeners. Whether you want to go spread or just straight up bets. And you don't even think it'll be close if you're cracked, right? Yeah. Your thing will just run off to the races. Yeah, love, love the spread. I know you do. I'm trying to get you to understand. Do you think most people feel the same as you? No. Really? Really? I think people get confused by the spread. I've heard you Girls try. Girls? All people. I know guys get confused by the spread. I got confused. Oh. Yes. Oh, God. He's <laughs> <laughs> funny. He's fucking funny. The spread's more fun. That's not what we're saying. I, what I want to do, rather than pick what... What you like best, or yeah. that I would like to pick what the listener likes best. What I said to you, do you think that most guys agree with you? Yeah, I do. And then you once again went back into yourself and what you like <laughs> and what you do, and I, I'm starting to get concerned about you. 
I'm starting to get concerned if you can see that there's a world outside of you. What? No, I think I think people are going to agree with the spread. The listeners out there are going to vote for the It'll spread. be up to them now. Uh, Tony, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, hopefully this isn't a big deal, but I was driving through Atlanta five, ten minutes ago, and I literally saw probably 50 different car, cop cars, unmarked, playing cars, different cars, all directions heading towards downtown. And my wife just called and said they reported that something may have happened at an elementary school. I think it was McNair. I'm not in front of a... Well, I, don't, I know in New up. Jersey today they're acting out how to... Oh, God, I hope that's it. Because it freaked me. I'm serious. I saw... So maybe, I don't know whether that's happening around the country. Ronnie B, I hope so. Um, but I will keep, I, I've got every news station on here, and I, I'm not seeing anything about it. It was DeKalb County, D-E-K-A-L-B, Georgia. DeKalb County, uh, Georgia is where it would have been if it was something. Okay, uh, I'm sure that the TV would be on it in a heartbeat, CNN, Fox, MSNBC. I haven't seen anything on Twitter either. My wife, yeah. she jumped on and saw there was breaking news, something reported at an elementary school, but that's, it was, they were super vague. Okay, uh, I am now getting it coming in. Your wife is correct. Is this McNair Elementary? Yeah, it's, well, it's right outside. I mean, it's a little, it's in the city limits. It's in Decatur. It's a, you know, a public Okay, DeCobb school chairman says shots fired at McNair Elementary. Gunmen may still be inside school. Dude, that's scary. I mean, it's a total city area. There's no, I mean, it's, there's nowhere to run. It's nothing but buildings and houses, and that's scary, man. Um, we will try to keep an eye on that, dude. Uh, but, yeah, according to this... It is an active uh, shooter. Uh, let me go over here to uh, David in Atlanta. Go ahead, David. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, shots fired inside McNair Learning Academy, and they think the shooter's still in there. Now, what kind of school is this? Elementary, is it? Yeah, it's an elementary school. I think it's like a, it might be a, uh, a charter school or something, but it's, uh -huh. uh, it's those age kids. Uh, all right. Thank you very much, David. All right. So, uh, Tony, we are getting confirms that your, uh, your 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 wife was corrected. It seems like there's some shots fired, and according to this, there's still an active shooter in the school. Still not showing up on any of the I, cable I news. Was Googling, I was Googling AJC. They had nothing. I was checking on Twitter. They had nothing. You know, but I you could see. I mean, it was it wasn't normal. You know, two or three cars, and none of them. They weren't in the same group, and they were literally. I went to a you know a cloverleaf junction right. of the highways, and of every direction, I saw blue lights, red lights, all streaming towards you know downtown Decatur. So I figured it was something terrible, and fucking a, it is. All right, we'll uh, keep an eye on that, Tony. Thanks for the uh, call. Yes, um, still watching up on the cable news networks. Nothing's popped up yet. And it's only like this small one. One small local station is only one. That's the the link everyone's uh, seems to be passing around for this McNair Elementary School. Uh, Chris, it seems less important now, but I'm still going to put it out there. No spread is winning so far. Oh, give me a fucking break! Don't you people like to gamble? Don't you want to learn something about yourself? Don't be scared of the spread. It's going to work out. Now, uh, Olivia Munn. Uh, there's a 
thing up on the I-Bang with her today at a bar where she dislocated her shoulder in what I would only refer to as a fuck swing. I don't know what <laughs> anyone else would call this, but when you have an indoor swing, uh, all right, turn it up. There she is swinging. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now stop. How do you laugh before you know how the person is? I find that just sick. Take it again from the beginning. Did you hear the dude who's like, oh, I suffer for you. She um, fucking dropped, man. Holy shit. Do it one more time. <laughs> Here is uh, Perry in Atlanta. You're on the run of fish show. Hey, yeah, I just got an alert on my phone from the WSBTV.com apps that I have. And if you go to their website, there is information on uh, the shooting in Atlanta. Uh, thanks. We'll uh, tweet that out and link it. Still, I'm not seeing anything going on with any of the major uh, cable networks. We've got Fox, CNN, and MSNBC. Nothing. And none of them have uh, picked it up yet, Perry. Uh, yeah. All right, thanks. Well, I thought it might have been that time because I know over in Jersey today they were doing the let's prepare for a school shooting gimmick where all the cops were working together and they were setting up fake triage and everything. They're calling it an active shooter drill at a middle school. Did you uh, get that thing that I sent over to you? Yes, I did. Good. It's so weird when people outside of us are doing the work that we should have been doing here for years when I think about it. Ah, fuck it, right? No, <laughs> Nothing matters if it did. I never, never fuck it. But I mean, we do like to arrive late. No, we I come don't. in here as late as we want to. No, no. Hmm. Uh, yeah, the pictures are up on the iBang of the New Jersey thing if you want to. Uh, take a look at that. Also, you can vote on whether you want to go the spread like Chris Stanley wants or straight across. You know, you say the spread as if it's funner, but, you know, the only reason that gamblers use the spread is because they would be, you know, fucking broke if they didn't. <laughs> you know, like, they don't necessarily... All right, we don't have anything about the school shooting, but there's Dick Van Dyke's car again from yesterday. Oh. There's just one picture's been little released. little carbecue. <laughs> 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 the bar. Oh, and you guys told me that Lex Luger wasn't coming in here today. I just saw the total package. Oh. Lex Luger nice. in a wheelchair. In a chair. He's down in the right next. I don't know what the whole story with that is. Oh God! I couldn't believe it. That's that's sad. Other than that, he looks great, though. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Maybe he's in a chair. You know. Get out. Maybe he's just resting. Yeah. <sighs> Nothing on these things. Still paying attention to yesterday's Dick Van Dyke story. 
And the bachelorette. There's a bachelorette. Bachelorette. Fire. A book. A book. A book. Hey, cunt face. Shut the fuck up. Because you're too much of a pussy to go on Friday and do a fucking show with her. So shut your fucking mouth. I know. Yeah, I know. That's on no time. I wanted to piss you off a little bit. Yeah, it fucking annoyed me. But all he was doing was. Yeah, I know. That's what he was doing. Yeah. You think that he should have went in on Friday then? Yeah, he should have because he's fucking he's scared. So you are you or are you not? Or are you just you just are you, or you want to actually do a show and work it out with her and plan something out? All right, we. If no, you've already said no, so you fucking it's done. <laughs> fucking Christ! You're getting offered to fucking do the own your own fucking show, and you're treating it like dick. That make you Do you happy? realize I fucking fought to get you in here, and now I'm busting my ass trying to get you fucking hired? Yes. You but, don't realize it. But Chris, you're not really mad about that. You're mad about that. Yeah, that's it That's the only thing that makes you upset. Yeah. You don't care about the other stuff. <laughs> he caught you stuttering. Sometimes I have trouble with the larger words. Is your biggest thing in life cowardice when you see people not go for it? You gotta take the shot, even if you fucking fail. No, you got Fez said. Why do I have Fez said? Because it seems like you're judging him like for... a shot at Fez. Oh my god, it's not about Fez. I'm just saying in general for any human being who's ever fucking not done something because they were scared. For any of them. Any person. But that includes him. That everyone who's done it should call up and fucking shit on me and be fucking sad. I don't know what to fucking say. You're mad because Shelby called you out, and then you're what? also mad that you're losing he the... He call him oh, out. He's the, fucking... He busted my balls. Mocked his stutter. Fucking asshole. I he don't think... I just don't think I... I'm just oh, trying to God. be realistic. I, 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 I hate to break into your stuff, but we're putting up pictures of the eye bang of the kids running out of this fucking school down there in Atlanta. I don't know what the whole story is. I can't believe that the the TV network is on aren't on this yet. Maybe they're waiting to get the full story. When did they ever start that? Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> they don't really care about misreporting. Um, here's uh, Howard. You're on the Run of Fish show. Hey, uh... From Oklahoma, Duncan, Oklahoma, Southern Oklahoma. Uh, we had an incident in my hometown, a block from our house, last Friday. Uh, a young man that was from Australia, uh, over here on a scholarship, uh, baseball scholarship, yeah. was gunned down uh, while jogging. Uh, they're calling it a random act of violence. Uh, you know, I'm not a prejudiced person. Everywhere else in the United States, they, they refer to those as hate crimes. I'm just curious what y'all spit on that. Why would they not call this a hate crime? This is the first time I'm hearing it. I'm not very familiar with the story. I think the only thing that would make it a hate crime is if somebody shot him because he was from Australia, not just a random shooting. I believe it was three teenagers. They were black, but they said when they asked them, what, why'd you do this? They just said they were bored and they just decided to kill someone. They picked a random guy on the street and said that's our target. And Seems like a hate crime against humanity. God, people are nuts. You know, like Chris Stanley said earlier today, 
Oh, but, Come on. Oh, but, Is that oh, that one they were taking from today? Well, I just remember when, when Shelby did that funny joke. If I want fucking repeating my shittiness. It wasn't that funny. Well, we were all <laughs> laughing until somebody went crazy. I, and then drug Fez into it because Fez <laughs> likes to sit and watch a show instead of talk. What do you deal with, like a nervous thing, Fez? Yeah, very much. Mm. Um... All right, one person in custody at that school now. Oh, here's something. Is that what that is? That's Louisiana. No, no, that, oh, that's sorry. Louisiana. I got to show you maps. No, I... All right, CNN has just went to it now. They've got all the kids outside. Looks like a lot of kids were right at that school, huh? It's blood territory. They got private school. Shelby, was that you that put up the story yesterday of the woman just shooting the gun from her hip? Yeah, and then, and then swing it. I'm finished and then pointing right at her boyfriend. You came off anti-gun in that, and a lot of people blamed it on Fez, thinking Fez had written something up. Whoops. He's not anti-gun anymore, though. He's stayed pretty quiet about this today. That fucking thing is so funny the way the woman doesn't even give a shit once she points the gun at the guy. I like that. <laughs> oh yeah. Is it all done? I don't know. Pull the trigger one more time. Keep going. All right, there you go. Put on stage for the stage. Oh sorry. Fuck. Sorry. Relax. I don't know how to do this. <sighs> Next time I teach you. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, that dude. would probably be a good idea. Gee. Alright, how do I end it? Doesn't, uh... You click it again. But any, like, foreign person I've met, they think, like, everybody owns a gun. That's what I've heard. They America. go, like, oh, you own a gun? They're because like, you're American? Yeah, and they think that we all own a gun and that we all watch uh, Honey Boo Boo. Because, like, it's, I guess, portrayed over there, like... Not like, oh, look at this new show. It's like, oh, look at this dumb, idiotic thing Americans watch. So then they all just think we love it. Yeah, they're they're pretty dead on about us, though. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty close. Uh, John in Indiana, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I've got a police scanner app on my phone, and I was listening to the uh, police down there, and they said that they were evaluating a teacher um, and getting a patient ready for transport. So apparently there's been at least one injury. All right, thank you very much, John. All right. Uh, we know that the person is in custody. They say one person in custody, but it looks like they're holding the kids outside of the school now, I guess, for safety reasons. Insane that this could happen again. Uh, here is uh, Garen. You're on the Run of Fest show. Garen. Oh, hey, sorry. Hang on. Yeah. No, I just wanted to share... Uh, uh, there was a guy I listened to on the radio, and uh, whenever that plane went down in San Francisco, he was, like, flipping a shit that CNN wouldn't report on it. And later uh, on that day, apparently to have, like, uh, 100% confirmed um, uh, before they can even go live with the report. Uh, he said they got sued. I think it was by the first team uh, for reporting 
false story so quick. I could be wrong on the story. Yeah, uh, so sound, I like I better not put time. you. I shouldn't even put you on the air until I can confirm <laughs> that what you're saying is even true. All right, eight six six Ron zero Fez, eight six six Ron zero Fez. It is the Ron and Fez show. Uh, Hicks, do you have a, a vote on us now on a, a way we should go with this? The as of right now. The people are saying the high bank's getting hammered. I'm, it's running really slow for me. Okay, so that's what they're saying. <laughs> I would know if they were saying if I could get to it. All right, because you were just on there a second ago. I know. I know that the kids have been evacuated down there, and they're just checking to make sure they don't have any kids missing. It would be hard for me once I got out of school, though to stand in line with everybody else. Once I get out of school, I like to keep moving. Smoke some cigarettes. Smoke some cigarettes, spit, do a little cursing. <laughs> Have a why, little fun. I don't know why they frown on it in high school. Or any school, really. High school, our high school is pretty much wide open. And if you, you could leave when you wanted to leave. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, occasionally you would get your suspensions. Um... <laughs> I had a pretty good suspension right there, but they always seem like they welcomed me back. <laughs> nice. I mean, the whole thing was always weird to me. You were not in school, so now for the next three days you can't come to school. And I'd always be like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> talking about taking a little getaway time for myself. I'm aiming for this. Yeah. It's tight in the pick and pool voting. No spread, 50.6% spread 49.3%. All right, we'll close the poll right now. What? what? No, can I give people time? Remember this? Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And then you and went crazy on fucking... Shelby and acted like you were let down with this other thing that you hadn't even once brought up. It was just a lie. It was something just was a chance with, to though. hurt him. Yeah. yeah. You now want to admit that you don't care whether he did the Friday show or not. I had to grasp something to try to fucking... And then you said that you fought so hard for him. Yeah. I, well, that is true. That fucking we act fucking we all fucking work to get this fucking kid in here. Yeah, and it worked out for us. Yeah, he's great. Good. Yeah, I mean, he's the first one that catches how much you stutter. I don't stutter. I was attempting to fucking say bachelorette. Every time you bring it up, Shelby winces. He gets nervous. <laughs> sure, because he had a lunatic screaming in his face since the <laughs> And now here's the weird thing: Chris went from just doing a show, being furious with. Shelby. Yeah. Now over to hey, it's all pretty in your music, isn't yeah. it? Like you're not holding on no, I, I to just, that anger. It's gone. I had to I had to find something <laughs> to, to hurt his feelings. Did it? I think it might have. I think I could have got a little bit in Because I, I didn't know. for a second think that you were angry. <laughs> no, I was about pissed. him not doing the Molly show. The weird thing is when you were angry like that, it was yeah. the first time I've heard you sound like a producer today. Like really wanting people to go for it. Well, I do want him to go for it. Why can't you be that way with Fez? Fez, we got to do this together. But why can't you do it the same way that you did with <laughs> Shelby? Yell, I can't yell at Fez. That would be terrible. Why? It's my boss. But look how he, look how Shelby has turned it around. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten anything out of Fez. That's he's true. He's been in the same place he's been in for years now. Yeah, I don't think Shelby turned it around. He still doesn't want to do the show. I'm just kind of crazy back there for a second. 
Okay, so I'm a shitty motivational speaker then. <laughs> Maybe the worst ever. <laughs> Why don't you guys just fucking do it then? Huh? I don't fucking care. <laughs> See, I don't think that when you're doing motivational speaking, you should ever drop the C-bomb. <laughs> I think that goes a little too far. I don't even think Cunny is appreciated. I think Connie's definitely appreciated because then people realize, like, oh, that guy isn't saying the word I'm were thinking you of. Were you close to dropping the other F word with him? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I saw you hold it back. Yeah. <laughs> Not in an anti. Fez, did you get that test I gave you? Yes, I did. Um, this is a test on Fez's sexuality. Have you taken it yet? Um, I started to take it. It got really long, so I wasn't able to finish it this morning. I'll keep taking it now. Okay. Instead, I mean, in the three hours that you're watching us, you could have been taking the test. I'm very interested in the results. Yeah. Fez, read off some of the initial questions. All right. On this quiz, first mm. off, do you develop cr crushes on people of your preferred gender? And then there's uh, several different selections to choose from. Yes, however, I never had sexual feelings towards this person. Which one are you going to pick? I am picking... Yes, uh, I'm picking... At first, it was only based on their appearance and personality, but once I got to know them better, I began to feel sexual feelings towards them also. Someone who works here. Next one would be, what would be your ideal relationship as far as intimacy is concerned? What are the options? I'm doing, uh, just being with the person I really like, I don't feel the need to have sex. Cuddling and kissing could be enough for me. That's an option? <laughs> it's an asexual thing. Is the idea of sex and intimacy... You, you do this quiet to yourself now. Okay. Now you do it quiet, and we'll see where it gets at the end. Molly, you're super interested here. I guess I'm curious. Yeah, I am. Just because I think everyone on this show has like an opinion about Fez's sexuality, so I'm curious to see who's right. Well, I would say everybody but Fez has an opinion. I don't think Fez does. I know what uh, Pip's... I had to say about it. What's that? Wasted dick. Oh my god, Pips. It's there's it's so crude. There's nicer ways to put it. He went, Am I right, dog? <laughs> he did say that. I don't remember this picture. Yeah, we all remember it. Yeah, it keeps coming up you constantly now. Lot. You do stutter a lot. No. Not to barely. I don't I mean, we talking about I don't stutter. <laughs> what the fuck? No, I don't stutter. Maybe if you sing out what you want to say instead of trying to just say it. No. Sing it to me. No, I'm not singing. I don't stutter. Dave had a stutter, right? Yeah, he has a stutter. Really? Yeah. When he gets messed up. He'll it, it'll come back. He had a yeah. stutter like as a child? Yeah. And it's he, very common for little kids to have a stutter. And he doesn't he doesn't stutter anymore. Until he's drunk and then the stutter will come back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Horrifying, right? No, it's just I had no idea. I'm shocked. Well, yeah, you haven't seen him wasted. <laughs> Neither have you, Shelby. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, Shelby's God. getting it on both sides. <laughs> Taking it in the mouth and ass today. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This has come up about Molly from a couple people, but they think that she has a Dave crush. 
Oh. You're very curious about Davy Mack. Yeah, I guess I am. I just think he's... I don't think I have a crush on him. I just admire him. I think he is a cool person. Well, yeah, he's incredibly cool. This Look is the man that. you love. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Fonzie in that picture. But we could put you together with your hero one time. I'm sure he'd love to do a quick show. Oh, bang on a podcast. There, look. There he is. <laughs> I definitely don't have a crush on Dave. What did, I'm oh. gonna, I got a, a, an early morning Davy Mac thing today. Basically telling me that he's going to a minor league park tonight. And that he'll write back later with a scouting report for me. I guess he just wants to play, you know. <laughs> That we're both in Major League Baseball. So, Fez, you uh, you did it. Yeah. Now, did you click it in yet? Uh, yeah. And you read it without us? Do you already know what you are? Yeah. Shit. I wanted us to have the excitement of doing it on the air. Well, I mean, I still haven't announced it yet. I know, but th this should be an announcement to you, not to us. We'd like to find out what... We would like to see how you handle it. This is self-discovery. By the way, he said he didn't have time to take it before the show because it was so long. He did this in <laughs> fucking five minutes. <laughs> it kept saying next page. And I worried about how long it was going to be. But why don't you just fucking go with the... Forget it. I don't know why. Now all of a sudden I turn into Chris Stanley. <laughs> it's just that I'm doing the same shit over and over. I'll try to get you in today. Uh, here's our friend Janice in Chicago. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, Ronnie. Hi, everyone. I uh, I just wanted to call to tell you I did take your advice, mm -hmm. and uh, I signed my, I renewed my lease, and uh, I'm just going to help my friend. Like I hired a landscaping crew to do his yard. Don't even do that. I figure if I uh, buy cigarettes and dog food and stuff like Don't that. Don't do any of that. Just wave from well, afar. Well, he helped me so much when. Mike died and shit that I just feel like I'm abandoning him like all the other stupid cuts in his life. So yeah. if I can help him this way. You're a very sweet person, but everything doesn't have to fall on you, Janice. I know, but but it's so funny because I, I came to this apartment kicking and screaming, and I just love it now. And Good. I'm like, I don't want to leave. <laughs> no, you shouldn't leave. And... uh when I hear the mowers going and the snow blowers, I'm so happy. I don't have to yeah. care about it. You don't have to care. You don't have to deal with all that yard stuff. Yeah, so I thought, well, that's why I got the guy doing his yard. And why don't I we have Shelby go over a couple times a week? <laughs> you can use the cash. <laughs> and uh, buy stuff for his dog and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate the advice, and I'm sorry to be so <laughs> pathetic. No, you're not. But uh, but just like they tell you on the airplane, you got to put the oxygen mask over your own face before you can start helping other people. You know what I mean? you got to take care of Janice. You've been through a lot. You know, it's funny, too. I'm taking the train down to Florida this fall, and uh, my girlfriend's going with me. She's, if she goes, it'll be a miracle. She was just recently in New York City. Not New York, New York City. Loving it. Like, I'm like, oh, God, you know, Holland Taylor's in a play right now. I'd kill to see. And she's like, oh, well, it's so expensive. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where are you going to Florida, Janice? 
Uh, St. Pete. Nice. That's yeah. Fez's hometown. Yeah, and I, in fact, I, I stay right on Pinellas Bay. It's uh, it's uh, the Gulf, St. Pete, Pinellas Bay, and uh, where my in-laws live. Very cool. When you go, what then during the winter? Uh, through the month of the month of October. Yeah. I'll find out if Tidal Wave is playing any gigs. I'll, get, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have my lighter ready. <laughs> sure. All right, oh, and sweet by the girl. Way, and so you know, I do go to, I always make a trip to uh, Ybor City. Nice. So, for Christmas presents. <laughs> oh, don't get any Christmas presents for us. No Christmas presents. <laughs> hey, have you presents. ever heard of acid cigars? Yeah, don't stay away from them. They're bad for you. Are they? Yeah. Okay. And can I ask you one more question? Yeah. When I put cigars in the humidor, do you, do I take the wrapper off or keep the wrapper on? Uh, if you're keeping them at your house, take the wrapper off if you want to. Okay. All right. Thank you for all your help. Uh, <laughs> I love that uh, it looks like Janice is smoking cigars these days. Yeah, Janice. <laughs> I'm getting better. I got the small. I've been buying the smaller Opus. Yeah. So I can make it through without <laughs> falling on the floor because I'm <laughs> inhaling too much. You know, I used to, in, in, in Ybor City, at the Columbia Restaurant, used to get a cigar at the end of your meal. I don't know if they smoke inside anymore, but the guy would come along, hand you a cigar, and you're like, oh, thank you. Oh, how you lived your life like a gentleman. How but, nice. Yeah, it felt like Castro had just taken down Cuba. It was fucking fantastic. <laughs> okay, sweetie. Have a great day. Thanks again. Bye-bye, darling. Bye. Be looking at the clock kicks. I need a break again. We should break again, but also looking at the, just. I'm worried about this school shooting. Well, they've already got the suspect in custody. Uh, we're counting kids, making sure everybody's safe. I don't know what, you know, what kind of numbers are up on it, if at all. That's in Atlanta, right outside Atlanta. DeKalb County. And the Ron and Fez listeners were on it before anybody. Fuck yeah. We're getting all sorts of reports. The most trusted name in news. Ron and Fez listeners. Ron and Fez listeners. Did you want to apologize for your outburst? I'm not apologizing for that outburst. That was warranted. Fez, you want to read us the thing that took too long for you to do today? Yep. I am, according to this, demisexual. What the? What fuck? does that mean? <laughs> Evil sexual? Like, like a. How many sexuals are there? It's like pansexual, right. all that. I don't know. I can only experience sexual attraction with an emotional bond with a best friend type. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, not even a thing. But not be everybody that's in a relationship. No, because I guess some people can feel sexual attraction to like to just people they don't really know. Yeah, but that but this also falls into the realm of a normal sexually healthy person, where you you're attracted to someone. You would think, but who knows how he took the quiz? Who knows if he knew what the fuck he was writing in there? Here's the. Uh, at asexuality.org, there's a 
this is what they say what demisexual is. According to one hypothetical model, a person who identifies as a demisexual does not experience primary sexual attraction, but does experience secondary sexual attraction. What's in, that? In this model, primary sexual attraction, attraction is based on outward qualities such as person's looks, clothes, or personality, and secondary sexual attraction is attraction stemming from a connection, usually romantic, or from status or how close the person is in relationship to the other. We I thought know. we'd get answers, but I just this have more questions. So this is more rambling. It's like the show Lost. <laughs> I, I actually loved all the answers at the end. Hold on, here's uh, Andrew in Atlanta. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, so, DeKalb County Police just released a report. Um, everybody's accounted for, no injuries, shooters in, in uh, custody, so it's all good, man. It's fucked up, though. What exactly was the guy doing then? <laughs> I don't know. He, uh, I'm listening to the radio down here in Atlanta, and um, they were talking about. Uh, this guy with a gun walked into the front office of the school, told the lady at the front office he wanted to speak with uh, our local news affiliate, WSB, and uh, wanted to talk to the Cab County police. So she called the news desk and um, called the police. And I guess after some time, uh, fucking cops came and got him, man. It's fucked up. Well, at least everything's okay down there. Yeah, man. Take it easy, boys. Hey, peace. Uh, we were talking about the thing today about uh, childless couples, yeah. and someone wrote in to me, anonymously, this is from a woman, I've never wanted kids, I told my husband that before we were ever engaged, marriage, this whole time he's just been hoping I'd change my mind, and now I'm in a really weird spot, if I want to stay married, I'm going to have to pop out a kid, I never want it, or get a divorce, shitty. There's a comedian named Jen Kirkman who she's kind of big these days. She's like with Chelsea Handler and that. She just released a book called "I Can Barely Take Care of Myself," and it's like all about how people are always asking her about like, "Hey, when are you having kids? Do you want kids?" And she's in her late thirties, and I was like, no interest in it at all. Just she's like kind of having a pretty good career and a kid would kind of just screw it up and she doesn't want to she sees all like her friends are just so lives are so hectic but people are still there's just this stigma on women that they have to have kids yeah and this also puts a lot more on women it does does because i've never known a guy who let a kid step in the way of his career they don't give a fuck if they're in the air force all right kids daddy's off you know what i mean this is <laughs> your what mother's here your mother will be here daddy will be back after six months of deployment you know, I had friends of mine who uh, some of their dads went out on the uh, on the ships, on the oil tankers and stuff. They'd see him like a few times a year. Everybody thought that that was normal. But if a woman acts like Molly's mom, then we're all no. like, what is with her? Chasing that bottle. <laughs> Among other things. Oh, my gosh. Your mom wasn't the hands-on kind of mom, but your dad was, right? Yes. Yes and no. I think both my parents, um, I don't know, this is like going to sound really harsh, but I think that both my parents had to seriously think about like priorities as far as kids. And then my dad with his job and my mom with... And outside interest. <laughs> Let's just say outside interest. Sure. So you feel like neither one of them is like the nurturing type? Yeah, I think it's gotten different as I've gotten older, and I've been able to um, 
like talk to them more as an adult. Right. But I think when I was a kid, I had a hard time relating to them because I was with like nannies sometimes and you know stuff like that. Sounds like the lone dinosaur should have been the lone Molly sore. Sad. Huh? But it's. I mean, I I think it, it was a pivotal part of me becoming who I am. Sure. Also afraid of relationships and <laughs> able to date a clown, but no one that can take off the makeup. See, I can't relate to that because I felt like my mom was, you know, too fucking attentive. I remember the best day of my life is when I got a little sister. And I just felt the attention just leave me. <laughs> like, finally. <laughs> fucking do some shit. Get breathe around here. I don't know. I don't want to fucking answer questions all the time. <laughs> I got my own shit to do. Um, but some people feel like they don't get enough attention. Like, they don't like when they get little sisters. Mm. Like, uh, did you put up that thing? Yeah. Look at this on the eye bang. Because I'll tie it in with what kind of terrible fucking person I was when I was younger. <laughs> uh, the guy who did the prank to his wife, he's an Aussie. And it's the, the old gimmick of the fixing the electrical switch. Sarah, can you turn the lights and we'll do these electrics? This one. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he's still like a baby, even though he's as old as he is. Now, is that funny or is that too far to act like you've gotten killed in front of a loved one? I think it's funny. She, I think she's got a good sense of humor about it. She's not. When I was a little kid, my, uh, you know, those like little things that are like party favors, and you blow them out like yeah. that. But there's like the little horn part on the end of it. Yeah. So I got to be like about four years old. And all I had was a little horn part. The other part went away. I was walking around with it. Like, Arr. and my mom was like, be careful. You're going to choke on that. And she goes out to get the mail. And when she came back in, I was on the floor. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> 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 Christ. My mom screams, runs at me. I jump up, I'm laughing, I'm running up the steps. <laughs> I literally run up three flights of steps, laughing the whole time. Of how genius I could be. How I took this small thing of hers and exploded. I just get to my fucking bedroom. I'm at my bed. I'm still fucking just so happy. <laughs> Bing! I feel it in the back of my head. My mom is just throwing fucking hands and feet at me. She had run up three flights of steps. Follow me just to fucking fire me up. Oh, and now shit. I look back on that, and I'm just like, God, man, what an awful... Like, what kind of deranged child <laughs> would want to make the mother think that the baby was choking to death? I thought there could be nothing funnier. It's oh funny that God. you just came up with that. Yeah, like, well... so young. Well, she put it in my head saying, don't choke on it, but then I was like, what if she... I, she thinks I did choke on it. <laughs> Won't that be funny? And even doing the thing where I was making my body, Twitch like I was in the latter stages <laughs> of choking. It wasn't like running at her, holding my throat. I was just like, like you're done. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> just at the end of it all. Fuck. And then, like, I hadn't even, like, realized this, but I had already, previous to that, because I don't even have this in my memory, but I had already fucked up a couple of times at home 
where I had to be taken to the hospital. Like once I drank furniture polish when she wasn't looking at me, and that oh, kind of caused pneumonia or something. That some fucking fucked my lungs up. And another thing, I stabbed myself in the face with a knit needle. That's not as bad as the fuck. If I was a parent, I'd be more... Dude, the fucking knitting needle was just fucking staying. It was through your cheek? Yeah, it went all the way through my cheek inside my mouth. Fuck. It was just sticking straight out. Here's what happened. So, I get my grandma's knitting needle, right? <laughs> I'm fucking walking around killing Indians with yeah. it in my fucking head. So, I'm like jumping behind things. I'm stabbing Indians to death. So, I jump up on this like lazy boy. The fucking lazy boy starts to go... Boom, right through my <laughs> mouth. So I don't remember stabbing myself in the mouth, but I remember some reason my parents like wrapped me in a blanket, like why I'm going to the hospital, and this thing is sticking out of my mouth. And I also remember the doctor going, How did this happen? <laughs> Who did this to you? Oh, shit, I could have fucking sold them out so fast. <laughs> and you know what I said to him? Indian got me. This is how fucking retarded I was. <laughs> I said an Indian did this to me. No way. Yeah. An Indian stabbed me. Fucking moron. This is no fear. My parents should have probably just said, take him. <laughs> take him, because we don't know what to do. He acts like he's choking. He smells something that sounds like it smells something toxic, so he starts to drink it. Actually, furniture polish still smells really good to me to this day. Really? Yeah. I probably thought I was just making some kind of fucking jailhouse booze. <laughs> mm. One time my sister shoved a bead up her nose, and that was pretty bad. Did they get it out with those prongs? Yeah, they had to, like, I think they had to give her, like, not knockout gas, but something like that, so that she would, like, stop squirming so they could get it out. My little sister stuck something up her nose, still. And they had to take her to the hospital, and they had to take them out with these. And they said it's very common, and particularly with, with board game pieces. Like, little kids will just shove things up. a Monopoly hotel. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, having a child is... I'm, I'm, it's, it's insane. You're just There's this fucking new life form that's constantly tr trying to kill itself. My niece did a Red Hot candy. Oh. Up her I'm nose. starving. Right up the nose. That's food. So when that starts melting, it's no fun. <laughs> I was like drumming with like these drumsticks on a box when I was younger, and my brother like was like a, just a toddler, and he like stuck his hand like on the box, and I didn't see him, and it hit his hand. The, the shock of it, like he stopped breathing. So really? we like called the ambulance and stuff, and then like everything was fine. But like then the firemen, cops like asked me questions, <laughs> like, "Why? What happened? How did this happen?" I'm like sitting there, like, "What? You think I did this on purpose? <laughs> this wasn't my end game here." All right, Hicks, uh, Chris is coming into town. Okay. And thinks she wants to go to the Queens for your barbecue place. Oh, that's... Where we got those Anders. John Brown Smokehouse. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. She's very interested in burgers and barbecue. Well, this place is in the heart of Long Island City. <laughs> very much a meat eater for a girl, huh? Yeah. Burgers and barbecue, please. Well, now everybody wants to tell us the hideous shit that they did. <laughs> when they were kids? Yeah. I don't even know if I want to get it. These stories are kind of gross. I think I used to fight with, like, spatulas, too, with, like, friends or just some 
people like that. So my mom took them all and she put them on top of the fridge, like this rotating thing. But it also contained like all the knives and stuff. So I opened the fridge, probably get some like juice or something. They all fell down, and this like knife just like slices right under my nose. I think I oh. you can like still see the scar, <laughs> and it's like it's like what, what? just like in shock and just came up, just blood streaming down I my did, face. I, I did just, see that, but I thought you got it from a zipper. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there, Chris? <laughs> see what I did? Sucking that dirt. I see. I'm not going. I'm not. Stuttering there, I don't stutter a lot. But you stu- that before yeah, Shelby once. caught you stuttering. I, I don't think that was justified. I mean, looking back, <laughs> happened so fast. <laughs> oh, did have a fast dinner, Shelby. I'm so scared. You really you gotta. No you one gotta, has to be scared. You might be going to some anger management. Fuck that shit. I manage everything. Fucking you treated great. him like he was Steve, and he fucking checked out early. <laughs> Although Steve fucking hung in a little longer than fucking Shelby did. <laughs> he was just, Steve was just trying to make his point. He checked um, out already. Charlie, you're on the run of Fez show. Ronnie B, Shelby just admitted to killing his brother, and you just step over and go to the next call? Yeah, whatever. Nobody, I mean, that's between him and his family. Nobody died. <laughs> that's between him and his family. Brain damage, but I mean, we're Kids doing okay. Hurt. All right, Chris, I'm going to send this to you. Okay. I don't want you to ignore it like the last thing I sent you from Leslie. No, that's thing. That's I want Leslie to come of. back in again. Okay. I don't know what I did to upset her last time. I don't believe you did anything. Or maybe it's a Molly thing. Oh. Since Molly sent a thank you note. Really? She cool. left Molly. What did she? Oh, that Crossing great Delancey. movie. Yeah. Awesome. Ended up loving it. I loved it. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Well, the woman from that, what's her name? Um, she used to be married to Steven Spielberg. Uh, what is her name? Amy Irving. Yeah, I saw her. I'm walking down the street one day, right? Here comes Amy Irving. And I just look at her and I go, uh, my job doesn't define me. <laughs> and I told that story to Peter Riegert later, who was, you know, it was his line. He goes, what did she say? I go, I never looked back. I just fucking <laughs> said it. Kept going. Just did a weird fucking line from a movie at her. Um, why do you write this to me? We should break. We have why? to catch up. We have to. We only broke once today. We have to break again. Well, I know you broke this kid's fucking spirit. We're gonna build it back up. <laughs> like a phoenix, I'll rise once again. You think so, Chris? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you have trouble with your Y words? No, I have trouble with no words. Stuttering. Except for break. bachelorette. <laughs> That's a hard word. Thank you, Molly. Thanks for being on my side. Someone, finally. No problem. Fez is. He thought you were talking about him, though, when you were saying, <laughs> You didn't fucking go for it. You're letting the opportunities pass. I just see him doing the sunken shoulder. <laughs> Shelby. Like, you don't make everything about you. No, not This at all. must be a private school because all those kids are wearing the same color. What? What? No, you know, I just looked and there was a bunch of old guys in suits. Well, yeah, well, you know, they fucking flip from one thing to the other. It's the fucking 24-hour news cycle, baby. <laughs> it's Come the on. fucking 1972 Dolphins. They've <laughs> already letting everyone know, we have the champagne we're letting to break open and celebrate someone else's loss. <laughs> I've come to hate those fucking guys. Well, you know when I started to hate them? When I lived in Miami. Because they still show up everywhere. Really? 
Yeah, they fucking do gigs constantly. People Come are, to the store opening. It's been 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> 40 years of think, them still fucking talking about it. I think everyone's seen them in Florida by now. Not even all Florida. Within, you know, just one fucking town. They've never left each other. They don't miss each other at all. They just sit around talking about... Look, there they are with the president. Come on. <laughs> they live in a frat together? I definitely think we would still be... You know, no one puts the fucking Steelers on there, and they won four Super Bowls that same decade. But they lost games, though, in, in winning those Super Bowls. Despise them. Imagine that was Brady and the shitty Patriots behind them. I know. We've spared the people of Boston years of these guys showing up at Ace Hardware stores bothering <laughs> people. You want my autograph? You're welcome. Yes. I remember. I, it was a perfect block I gave, and we stayed undefeated. Great. Mercury Morris was just bitching about Nixon the other day. Just calling him a racist, like he's still stuck in 72 <laughs> completely in all things. Mercury Morris. All right, we do got a break here. We will be back in a matter of seconds. When we are, Chris is going to give his apology. The classic shelves. I'll apologize. As well as apologizing to Molly for acting like that way. Molly should be used to it by now. I am. And then apologizing to Fez for making it feel like it was part of him. <laughs> it wasn't about you, Fez. Was That's it? why he was able to bring up that Mercury Morris fact, and you didn't even fucking tag it with anything. I gave him Mercury Morris. <laughs> I'm not even sure Mercury Morris is. <sighs> you don't even know who Nixon is. <laughs> Break back Ron Fesho. You're enjoying the Ron and Fest show on Sirius XM's Opie Anthony channel. More in moments. The World's End, the new sci-fi comedy from Simon Pegg, is out in theaters this Friday. Starring Simon Pegg from Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. Brand new comedy, The World's End, takes place where a group of friends get back together to reenact a famous pub crawl of theirs, where it all ends up at The World's End. Little do they know, the world is really ending when killer robots attack. Hey. So it's... It's the world's end opening this Friday. Plenty of exploding robot heads and, of course, lots and lots of drinking. Getting review, great reviews from the new, from New York Magazine, GQ Magazine, and Richard Roper. What's that? Heads are exploding? Robot heads. Robots. Robot Robots. He Robots exploding everywhere. That's R-O-B-U-T-T-S. Robots. Don't miss the big blockbuster sci-fi comedy starring Simon Pegg and see it on the big screen as it opens this Friday in theaters everywhere. The World's End, only in theaters this Friday. Down. I'm in the middle without any plan. 
This was Molly's favorite song last year. 18, Alice Cooper. Artist of the Day, Alice Cooper. It's the Round of Face show on a Tuesday. Chris Stanley is hurt to find out that his choice seems to be losing right now, and you thought for sure most people felt the same as you. I thought everyone wanted the spread. Now it's before it was close. Now spread's getting crushed. No spread up sixty-two percent. Okay, 37. so no spread, no fantasy football this year. Big year for you, Chris. Will probably be not as depressing and anger filled. <laughs> Is that what I want? Yeah, you want less depressing, less anger filled. I don't know. Can you reconsider coming? To, we could all be in the league together, like a big family. I'm in a different league right now called the Rogue League. And then next up is my, my, our league, the BC Girls League. And you then want to join that? No, I, I don't want to join that league. Hmm. All right, the uh, five today is uh, going to be an interesting one. This is one that we could probably talk about for some time into the future and uh, keep adding stuff to it. It's the Uh, this is kind of a weird concept. Now, the title of the song, any song that comes up, Chris, would you say it's more likely to be in the chorus or in the opening line? I'll say chorus. Yeah, chorus. 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 All right, everybody's together on chorus. And that's good because we move like a school of fish, <laughs> a flock of birds, and that makes for the best possible radio. But I'm going to, this has been sent in to us. Uh, this is five songs that the title of the song do not show up until the last line of the song. Oh, shit. Up to that point, they never appear, and then they do appear in the last line of the song. They're not part of, as we say here, the chorus. The chorus. So, um, it is a strange concept, and now I think if I had a band, or if I was a songwriter, I would go, I need to join this list. I have to be one of the people who uh, never... Now, anyone who likes The Cure is very familiar with this song, uh, Just like heaven because the entire time you're like why is this called just like heaven <laughs> just like heaven and it finally ends with just like heaven play a little bit of it for us chris by the one one of the really great 80s songs
If you can notice, we've never heard the term just like heaven yet. Look, he's gone through so much pain, so. God damn it. He feels it all. Only the makeup covers up the. Here's, here's the chorus that you guys love so much. He said it real quick. Right Don't hear anything about heaven. I think it's a very odd thing to see in a song that somebody had to say, why don't we just use the last line as the title. It's hard to find that song then. Like, let's say you hear it on the radio or something. Exactly. And you're going to go for the old Google yeah. the lyrics trick. It's going to be tough. By the way, uh, Rorschach very happy with this list. Give them the title. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Beautiful. The Cure, Just Like Heaven. This is a very rare thing, we believe, to say we are going to wait till the end of the song uh, before we give you the title. Now, obviously, we can't go through, you know, all the songs together here. But Jackson Brown's Late for the Sky. Are you trying to check along now, too, with lyrics, Chris? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> you're looking up lyrics? Trying to... Well, take it from the beginning, so we'll get the feel of the song. Jack's another guy who has just the world's problems on his shoulders. <laughs> He's doing everything he could. Stopping nukes, stopping wars, <laughs> stopping people being mean to other people. Cleaning up the planet, making things happen. Jackson Brown, everybody. He weeps for you. Now, the words had all been spoken. now, how long is this song, Chris? Five and a half. Five and a half minutes before he gets around to telling you it's late for the sky. Let me say this, though. Five and a half minutes of beautiful singing and songwriting. And a lot of postcards on this document, this little video. I put this together did a great job. Now, this could be one of those trivia things that's fun to play with your friends if you go name a song where you don't hear the lyrics to the end. All right, now let's go to the end of the song before we finally hear Lay for the Sky. Okay. Lay for the sky, I'm out. Fuck you people. You just heard it. That's a great way Bam. to do it. I know. This I is now my favorite type of song that there could possibly be. That's awesome. 
Now, you know, there's some songs that don't have the title anywhere in them. Yeah. But you could do that any chance you wanted to. You know, anyone could pull that off. But to think, how do we end this song with the title, that's a little tougher. Uh, Hicks, what's the next one? Next is Roxy Music's Virginia Plain. Well, the great Roxy Music. I wish we'd start calling them. The great Roxy Music's Virginia Plain. How long is this song? Three minutes. Let's take a little listen to the beginning of the song. This is the greatest band in the world. Brian Ferry did this show twice. All right, let's now move along to the end of the song. As you can say, no Virginia playing anywhere. Boom. Done. Out. Done. You don't even get music for the title. <laughs> I'm just going to say it and leave. Roxy Music, Virginia Plain. On the list of uh, bands that have come up with a song where the title does not appear until the end. Now, we were kicking this around. Some bands will end with the title, but also say them at different points, like Born the Run. Born right. the Run, yes. He does end the song with it, but says it before then as well. Doesn't count. Brian Ferry doesn't play that way. <laughs> I had to keep stopping myself from saying this to Brian Ferry when I interviewed him. I love you so fucking much, <laughs> Brian Ferry. I love you so fucking much. You didn't say it? No. You just whispered it. Inside. Inside, I said it, and I wrote it on my hand once. There's very few people that, when they actually come in here, they seem like a rock star. But Chris, even though you're not as big a Roxy Music fan as I am, mm. that man just—he was a—he was just fucking floating in. He was dapper, Mo one of the most dapper people who've ever come in here, and dapper is good. He's a gentleman. He's a gentle man. Is he knighted? No, he should be, though. That's a very good fucking point. I never know who gets it. And some of those people don't get the full knighthood. They get some other thing. So I don't like that. Yeah, it's all about knighthood. Thank you. If I couldn't be sir, I don't want to do it. If I couldn't be <laughs> everything that Paul McCartney has, fuck it. <laughs> but that's rare. Well, Patrick Stewart got a knighthood. I meant for rock stars. All right. Rock stars, you know, have a tendency to do blow and... What? And knights were just totally the best people ever, huh? I'm on your side, Chris. You get that? All right. Bowie knighted? No, no. That's fucking. That's fucking crazy. And I think Bowie's also one of those people who says he don't want it. Him and Keith Richards. Nice. 
But still, they should still offer him just so he could put so he puts them down. When Mick got knighted, and then um, Keith said something like, and I'm just going to paraphrase him. It's not a direct quote, but knighthood, that's for the other F word. <laughs> Good one, Keith. <laughs> Like how you I'm glad bonded. he didn't get it. I'm then. glad you guys bonded together. Why? You say how mean they are to you, Fez. You told us that story, and you were choking up during the commercial. And I'm not even going to put it on the air. Gays are not nice to Fez. But then you said you eat like a pig or something. No, it wasn't my <laughs> eating, eating habits. Get stuff in you. Well, You're kind of annoying. True. Maybe they're anti-demisexual. Uh, this is uh, on our um, The Five. <laughs> what? The way you said Dems. You fucking bring up the Dems. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which Dems? His kid looks like a Dem. <laughs> um, let's move over. Of course, Dylan is on this, le- on this thing. Uh, boots of Spanish leather. We got to turn a little bit further in because obviously he starts talking. At the this beginning. imposes... A yeah. real problem. Is there something I can send you from across the sea? <coughs> from the place that I'll be landing. How long is this song going, Chris? Six minutes. Okay. He's the leader so far. No, there's nothing you can send me, my own true love. You know what's really weird? Whenever I play Dylan, I wish I had Dave here. The man loves Dylan. He loves Dylan. Yeah. Earl loves Dylan, but not as loudly as Dave does. <laughs> or aggressive. He's not as aggressive with Dylan fan. You love Dylan? I like Dylan, yeah. It's a... The fact that you said like makes me suspect you. <laughs> because this is one of those lines for me. All right. When people say, I don't like Dylan, I don't like the way he sings. That's when I know that person. Is it them? <laughs> Eating both of them. Oh, oh. <laughs> Rubbing them together. Go to the end now. And yes, there's something you can send back to me. Spanish boots of Spanish leather. Now I like him for really drawing it out too. Now the weird thing about it too is he says something very odd at the end. The name of this song is Boots of Spanish Leather. But he ends it with Spanish boots of Spanish leather. And you think to yourself, that's a little fucking redundant, dude. I guess you needed to fit in the song. Yeah, because it was also in addition that it was spread out, as you were saying. It'd be like me saying, "Could you get me Chris Stanley's phone number of Chris Stanley?" Thank what? you. So you just need my phone number. But then why not call the song "Spanish Boots of Spanish Leather"? I don't think it wants to be that stupid. <laughs> think then everybody really trying to drive that Spanish point home. <laughs> These are <laughs> knockoffs. These are from fucking Spain. <laughs> Is the leather also from Spain? Yes. Don't get mad. A lot of times you get Spanish boots, but they import the leather. This is all made in Spain, locally sourced. 
Did you say something stupid that night, you think? I must have. Yeah. Blood's been eating at you. Yeah, I was. The weird thing was, I was thinking about it last night. Okay, well, that's weird. But thanks for yelling at me. <laughs> um, Didn't realize I was. No, I'm way over here on this hill, and you're on that hill over here, and no one's wearing headphones. It always seems like he got lost in the fog. Roddy! Right here, Fess. Um. The last song is the band Squeeze. Now, we all love Squeeze. Unfortunately, when they came in here, Earl practically threw them out. <sighs> what happened is they were supposed to play a couple songs. Yeah. They did not play the songs that he wanted them to play. Yeah. But they were going to keep on playing songs. It was just going to be me hanging out with Squeeze. Cool. Yeah. He chucked them in the street. He, he made a... a Executive producer decision. Yeah, too. and then I backed him up because I felt like my guy went in. I went, well, you heard him. Peace out, squeeze. But now, in the hindsight, that's when we start to know that Earl was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is up the junction by Squeeze. guys got any Elvis Costello albums at home? More or two. Yeah. Everybody likes this year's mommy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very underappreciated band, which is a great band. I always thought if the Beatles had kids. Look at Jules smoking a cigar there. His TV show's still going on. Bigger than life. I go to the end of the song now, Chris. too far <laughs> you fucked up I was worried about that you fucked up like Fez at that dinner <laughs> there it is jam out a little bit alright mm. now let's musically take it home Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, what do you think about Rod Stewart's uh, Every Picture Tells a Story, Don't It? Because he tells that rambling epic of all the women in the first three or four 
verses and then does the chorus. Yeah, but that doesn't tie in with this. Uh, it's kind of at the end of the song. No, it has to be at the very fucking end of the song. I got one. This isn't what some is it, goddamn yeah, state college Pennsylvania. Let's, you know, molest kids and then go out and <laughs> yeah. still try to have a football program. But it is, but it is at the There's end fucking the rules, the sir. The There's rules. A, it's the last exact line of the song. And B, more importantly, the other rule, you don't take a shower with other boys. And you don't molest those boys. And play with And then them. you what don't keep that away from the police. State College. KT Town. That's the Talk about it. a town that couldn't name themselves. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a state college here. So let's just call it State College. Jerk-offs. That'd be like the capital of your state being called Capital. Yeah, oh. we get to leave early now. <laughs> and look at this. State I fucking, feel like we didn't try. They have West Beaver Avenue. It's a fucking it's a goddamn town of freaks. No, I love that fucking town, really. Seriously, it's a great fucking place. <laughs> Ever been? I used to go up there and, well, let's say, even though I didn't go to college, I used to drive up there and help the kids cram for tests. Um, Give them a little, you know, I had a little business going. Like study guides? Sell them things. Study guides. Yeah. Like Kaplan. You don't have to not be able to concentrate. There's a way. And then what was that? Um, you used to have a lot of fucking shows up in some fucking place there. It's a really pretty place. Um, here's uh, Abel, San Francisco. You're on the Ron Fez show. Hey, buddies. Um, a beautiful song about hanging out with your boys and getting in trouble. Uh, Riot Van by uh, Arctic Monkeys. Same exact situation. Last line only. Yep, it's the last, the last line. Yep. Uh, Arctic Monkeys were just up here the other day. They didn't invite an audience. I've never seen a band come in and play without inviting an audience. It's really strange. They're different. Maybe they're just all freaked out because they're in America. No, I loved the first album they put out. And then I'm like... That was so huge when, that, when those guys when these guys broke. And then they've done like six albums since. What? I yeah. have no idea. I know. <laughs> I was watching them be interviewed, and the lead singer, he like... this Every question, he just slowly start not... Answering it, <laughs> and then Tony goes like, "Oh, I went off on a tangent there. Sorry." <laughs> My favorite—they're one of the, they did one of the best live things I've ever seen. They're on Saturday Night Live, and they come on and they're playing. And they're new to this country; they're just kids. And it's like you know, one o'clock in the morning before they go on, and the lead singer just goes, "That guy just yawned over there," and he fucking points at some dude uh, that none of us can see, and is pissed off because the guy yawned during the show. <laughs> I'm like, it's one o'clock, yeah, you know, okay. it's a Saturday. Maybe the guy, you know, they came to rock. Yeah. So well, I always say those about the rock, we salute you, and then I fire a cannon. Here's him calling out the guy for yawning. Yeah. <laughs> They're really annoyed. That man just yawned. That man just yawned and he fucking looks at him. They reminded me of the Kinks when they came out, though. Then again, all good things remind me of the Kinks. Um, Rick, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, an 80s band called AHA that nobody really likes, but their second album, they had a song called Manhattan Skyline, where that's the last line of the song. Second album is an album is called Counter Blade. Is that where they tried to break out of the comic strip in the and, video? 
That's a video for it. Colby, you're on the Run Fed Show. What name was that? I'm going to say Colby. Yeah, you got me. Uh, Geek Stink Breath by uh, Green Day. Hmm. See, I only listen to Tidal Wave and it's Green Day <laughs> without the lyrics. Uh, this is up on the iBang if you'd like to join in. Chris, I can't believe it's the end of the show already. You've only broke down three times screaming. <laughs> I'm getting better. The average is coming down. And Fez cried off the air thinking about that thing, but on the air wouldn't sell it. But the important thing is this. Oh, he's leaving me hanging. No, I'm not going to give it back. But I do want you to do it. Uh, the important thing is this. We move on. No one can stop us. No one can stop us. Hey, Chris. Yeah? No one can stop us. <laughs> no one's. Oh, good. We're bringing up the 9-11 uh, calls of Zimmerman in trial. Good. I was worried CNN hadn't got back to that in a while. Uh, that is up. Uh, by the way, the dreams thing. People are going crazy on it still. Yay. Never got the chance to do our lifeboat today. The five is up. Uh, lots of great viral videos. The girl falling and dislocating her shoulder. <laughs> Just made these two fucking guys laugh. Is it one of those things where you don't like that girl? <laughs> Because a lot of people say bad stuff about her. I'm not the biggest fan of her, but that had nothing to do with it. That could have been anyone falling off I would have left. Yeah. Okay. We just didn't know whether it was personal or not. <laughs> uh, we never got to the slow down Jolene, which is taking the internet crazy. Yeah, Dolly. Making everybody forget about White Stripes, finally. That I don't like. Sound like a gay song. Jet Jackson, the incredible Jet Jackson, uh, Suicide. Uh, another Disney star gone. Jesus. Fatris, um, Tetra game ever is also up there That's on crazy. the iBank. That just looks crazy. Cause Go up and vote it. our uh, chance to give you away something. And then when I get off the air, I got to read a crazy story. So that's it for us. Anybody got anything to plug? Good. That's it. Not at all. All right. See you guys back in here tomorrow. And that's the end of my show. Donk.